Uh, welcome to the first ever Boxing Social Instagram live show. Hope everybody's okay. Hello, Paddy15. Uh, White Rhino has joined, who's going to be our first guest, Mr. Dave Allen. Hello, Dave. Right, Dave might have to actually help me here. So, Dave Allen. So, Dave, I've sent you a request, mate. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. There we go. There we go. For Dave Allen to join the chat. Here he is. How are you, Dave? Hello, love. You right? <laughs> I'm all right, mate. How are you? Oh, God, not bad. What's up? You okay? Just tired to woke up. Well, I've been awake a while, but not fully. Oh, okay. How are things, mate, in this crazy old time we're currently living in? Perfect for me. I'm just at home. <laughs> Has anything really changed for you? Not really, now. Just I've got to cook more. You've got to cook more. What do you cook? I'm not even cooking out myself personally, but I'm around the kitchen more. All right, okay. How are the guys? How's um the day? The, uh, how's Jake um Carrigan? Well, he got stabbed four times. Yeah, I know, I know that. That's why I asked. How is he? Well, he got stabbed twice, technically. Right. The rest, were, the rest were just slashing blows. Um, what happened? Was it carjacking? He got stabbed in the legs. I don't know, to be honest. I'm not sure I wasn't there, but um, he got, um, I think, a bunch of youths in the Doncaster area. Uh, like about four or five of them just, just attacked him with a knife. Bloody hell. What, what's his injuries? He got stabbed in the leg, properly stabbed in the leg as well. Um and then just slashed like his head. I'm trying to slash his face, but he got his hands up and slashed his head with all his fingers and his hands. Jesus so, Christ. That's mad. So, yeah, so, what's the recovery period looking like for him? I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, with this coronavirus, obviously, you know, who knows how, when the bots are going to be back. Yeah. Um, I mean, if uh, there's probably never a good time to be stabbed, but... When there's well, no boxing there is a on. time. <laughs> this is the time. <laughs> he, yeah, he said to me, yeah, we're, going, we're going through Doncaster. I said, listen, I said, look, when he came down, I said, look, Donnie, Donnie can get quite rough yet if you get in the wrong area and, and whatever. And he was like, I'm from Glasgow. I said, yeah. When he, and then when he texted me about getting stabbed, I went, yeah. I thought I was telling him. Told him. <laughs> it's real down there, mate. It's not like Scotland. No, it's the ghetto. Well, all, all soft in Scotland, mate. <laughs> Where you got stabbed, it's like bloody Syria. So, wow. Mm. That's crazy. Right, Not well, while, while we've got you, because we have only got 10 minutes, guys, we're going to be doing 10-minute slots with people. So if anybody has any questions for Dave Allen, um, speak now or forever hold your peace. He's only going to be here for 10 minutes. About, someone put something about me now being used for scientific, scientific <laughs> research. <laughs> Yeah, you, to, to be fair, you could maybe your tongue as well, your half a tongue from Lewis Ortiz. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. So, what are the guys doing? So, are you in lockdown, quote unquote? Well, basically, me, me sister's a school teacher, her husband's a school teacher, so I'm I've got to look after my nephew, so the key workers. Yeah, of so course. I'm down here. Uh, Danny, well, Liam's had a baby, so uh, Liam. Liam's had a baby, so he's busy with the baby. Jay yeah. got stabbed, so he's gone home. 
uh, and Danny's Danny's at home to training so so yeah it's madness mate absolutely madness right we've got some questions coming in uh, best opponent you face Dave the best I face overall would be Tony Oka why he fucking battered me <laughs> <laughs> he battered me the worst uh, Dave, I, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you. you. Did you have a date scheduled? Were you gonna? Were you coming back? You boxing? Uh... I, I, I was boxing April fourth. Yeah, doing the four rounder. So people are asking like about Eddie and I've been released by Matchroom. I was never with Matchroom in the first place. The last I spoke to Eddie was just a case. He's going to be on one of the May shows. He was white perfect, you know, Zuri Usyk. Yeah, I'm going to try and get you the biggest fight possible, and that was it. Because, and the same people asking about the Tom Little fight. I spoke to Tom myself. I'm just looking for the biggest fight for the most money possible, mm. you know? And I said that to Eddie, I said that to anyone who was asked. So, whoever that may be on whatever show, that's that's how things are working in my career now. So, I was just literally waiting to hear from Eddie. I don't have a deal with him, but Eddie's always been good with me and always tries to get me the fights. So, I was just literally waiting for the biggest fight possible, whatever that may have been. Is the bar fight something that still could potentially happen in the future? Well, if you reach Joe Joyce, he's miles above my level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I guess at this uh, this stage of my career, you know, I'm either a journeyman and a, a journeyman slash opponent to the to the big names, uh, or I'm in 50-50 fights with you, Fabio Ward, Liz Nathan Gormans, you know? I uh, guess that's where I'm at right now. How are you enjoying life as, life as a coach? Because um, obviously you've been doing it for a while now, and it seems to yeah. have... You know, obviously, we all know about that you have a, have a tendency sometimes to be a bit up and down. It seems like you're more up than down these days with the coaching. Is that probably fair to say? Yeah, I think I think so, yeah. You know, I've got people that rely on me, so... Yeah. Um, but it's just about training Danny again at the minute, you know, and I prefer it that way. Um, he's, he's got a lot of ability, you know, so I, yeah. I just... I, and I enjoy doing it, but for me, it's just about... Um, being busy so yeah the coaching thing it's like I don't know I don't think it's too hard to be a coach really boxing's pretty simple you if you've got a good fighter like Sonny Edwards if I, I could train Sonny Edwards you know what I mean mm. but I couldn't train Rob Tebbett to be a champion <laughs> but I could train him to be a champion so yeah that's a fair him. comment you, you need if you've got a good fighter training's easy if you haven't it's, it's going to be pretty fucking hard isn't it so uh, Alright, let's try and fly through a couple of quick questions uh, I saw one up here, Luis Ortiz versus Tony Yoka, who wins? I think Tony Yoka would be him Yeah, okay Free chomps or a Mars bar delight, Dave? I made that up, by the way no one Go on then, and what's the answer? Uh, free chomps okay. I'm not a massive not a massive Mars delight fan, to be honest Boxing social, do you kiss other men? No, only Dave actually Um... Dave, would you rather be bald or have the interviewer's trim? Bald. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sir. I started reading that question before I knew what it was. Uh, that was a big regret. Uh, okay, trying to flick through, flick through. Most exciting fight in world boxing in 2020, if the schedule's back on, Dave. Pick one what fight. What was it? You know what? I don't, I, don't, I don't even remember what was happening. Uh, so there was Canelo Saunders, Inoue Casimiro, Dubois versus Joyce. I was looking forward to the water. Joyce probably the most. Who were you picking with that? Because you sparred a lot with um, Joyce, haven't you? I was picking Joyce, to be honest. I thought Joyce was all manning out of it. Um, but yeah, I think I was looking forward to that one the most. But that that little Japanese on Casimiro would have been the cracker, to be fair. Yeah. 
Yeah, six round little firefight. I was supposed to be going to that, mate. I'm so gutted. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a really, really good fight. But the Wild Joyce, you know, is a British heavyweight with a bit of interest behind them both and that I think yeah, I was looking forward that's not even not even happening anymore either. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. Right. Well I'm just trying to line up the next guest. Uh, take this question, Dave. Who wins Joshua Fury if it happens? I already know the answer to this. Go well, I think Tyson will win, but obviously there's no foregone conclusion in that, you know. Mm. Big Fury fan, and he looked great against Wilder, but Joshua, Joshua would be a different challenge altogether. He'd be he's bigger, physically stronger than Wilder. I don't think Tyson will be able to push Joshua back as easy. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, obviously, but I, I would pick Tyson to beat him. Mm. All right, we're actually waiting for... Okay, here's one. Dave, this is, this is going to come up a lot. I did a Q&A yesterday, yeah. and I probably had about 50 questions about this. Dave, who wins, Rob or Coogan? Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. What is it, a boxing match or a fight? Yeah, a, boxing a boxing match. match. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think he can fight, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. Cheers, mate. Great. Mm. I see. Will Danny sign for March? I don't think... You know what, Rob? Danny's very talented, yeah. As you know, like, good, he can, he can fight, but he's not going to stand for much, you know. Mm. Um, but if, if anyone wants to give him a slot now and again, we'll take it. I guess that's where we're at. That's the same That's the same role I believe I've got as well. I'm just, mm. just waiting for the slot now, if I can get a fight. Probably at this stage of my career, I'm going to be the opponent, aren't I, now? Mm. Which I'm fine with, quite happy with that. Do you think there's um, a chance you might not box again? But I won't box again ever. Mm. Is there a chance I won't box again ever? Um, me, I guess, it's a possibility, yeah. Mm. I'm just waiting for the fight, really. I, I don't really want to fight for. If I'm going to fight again. I want it to be a big fight for a lot of money, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? I've, I've, I've only got a few left in me, really. You know, the board had told me, the specialist had told me, I've only got a few left, so unless it's for a lot of money and a big fight, I probably won't be doing it, so we'll have to wait and see. Okay, last question from the viewers. Do you think Canelo is that good to go to cruiserweight? No. Absolutely not, no. Ex explain why. Because cruiserweight's £200. Imagine fighting Dorticos or, or, <laughs> or Brady, it's the, the stream. Mm. It's too, it's too small. Way too, way too small. Mm. That's a ridiculous question. Do you not think that's a ridiculous question? Yeah, but I asked anyway because there was a there was a very high profile member of the media who suggested that he could go to um he could go to cruiserweight and compete up there. Um, I'm not going to say any names, but sources tell me it was an American. So um, well, the thing is, yeah, it's like Roy, it's like Canelo would, wouldn't have beat John Ruiz in a million years mm. either. The way that Roy Jones did, the different fighters altogether. Canelo doesn't, he wouldn't have a prayer. But he's obviously an unbelievable fighter, you know. Mm. I'm not really a massive fan, as you know, because I think he's a bit of a cheat, but yeah. All right, okay, mate. Well, before I let you go, I'm actually trying, the next person we're due to have up is none other than Dazzling Darren Barker, yes. who I spoke to an hour ago. And he was very, very up for it, but yeah, he's not in here yet. So, Darren's not known for his reliability. No, boxers aren't, generally speaking. Um, I am. I'll put, yeah, you're, you're good, mate. This is why I had you first, because I knew you'd be reliable. 
Um, so at the minute we're currently. Um, Do you think Canelo would beat Lawrence Cole? Who? Canelo would beat Lawrence Cole. Do I think that? Yeah. No. I don't think it would either. No way, because Lawrence is massive. Lawrence is six foot six, or six five, six six. Yeah. He's massive. As soon as they get into the first clinch, Lawrence will. He won't be. Yeah, he won't be. Will he now? No. 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 Yeah. Right. Okay, Dave. Well, if you have any final words, let's hear them now because I'm going to shut you down um, and hopefully Darren will be here and if not I think Sonny Edwards is quite keen from the looks of things what yeah, final just, words have you got for people mate I haven't really got any words at all going back to sleep now cheers mate well thanks Good very much for stepping stepping onto the channel stopping by do appreciate it ladies and gentlemen the white rhino Dave Allen thanks everyone for saying happy birthday as well Bye. oh god yeah so yesterday I invited Dave on this without wishing him happy birthday first so sorry about that Dave happy no, birthday mate me. don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, so we're currently waiting for Darren Barker, um, but it's not really looking great at the minute, I have to say. Uh, so, yeah, where is Darren? Also, my phone is. Um, yeah. Darren Barker. See, the reason why I put out the um, social media post, which had everybody's name on it, is, um, and Lawrence Acoli knows this. Hello, Lawrence. I don't know if you heard, but um, we just said that Canelo would beat you. So I don't know if you've got any answers to that, mate. Um, maybe you could fight him. Cinco de Mayo, 2021. Um, let me know. But, yeah. Okay. All right. Dave's still somehow on here, which is annoying me. Okay. Right, I might have to start this again, which is annoying because it won't let me remove Dave Allen. This is a story of his life. Right, okay, he's gone now. He's gone. Okay. Barker. Can we go for Barker? Darren Barker? Anybody? Well, I'm requesting. Sent you a request. Hello, Darren. Here he comes. Okay, I would stop him within two rounds. Oh, Lawrence, I'm gonna. Canelo's coming on uh, ten minutes after you. Yo, Mr. Barker, how are you, sir? I'm very well. Well, I'm on a golf course currently. Don't worry, I'm taking all the necessary precautions. Uh, I've got my glove on, as you can see. I'm only playing with my brother. Um, so yeah, but... self-isolating on the golf course. Yeah, I mean, what a safe, safe place to be, isn't it? Right, yeah. Darren, we're going to get through some questions while Go on, mate. Fire away. Right. Fire okay, away. who do you think wins, Joshua or Tyson Fury? Oh, blimey. I'd, I'd, have to go with, I'd have to go with Fury there. Don't get me wrong. I think it's an absolute belter of a fight. But I just think... I don't know if Tyson Fury's going to lose, if I'm honest. I think he's he showed us now that he's so versatile. He can fight on the front foot. He can obviously, obviously fight on the back foot. Uh... Showing that he can whack, he can put that 19 stone behind his punches now. So, for me, he's a real danger man and he could do a uh, Marciano and go unbeaten. Really could, that one. No, okay. Do you think Tyson Fury will only have two more fights in his career? Because that's what he's saying. Possibly, possibly. To achieve. He's done a lot, hasn't he? So, um, yeah, but there seems to be a lot of guys okay. in there who he could fight. Even why? <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. Like what, what are you chasing? I think he secured his legacy, um, in my opinion. Um, 
he's got plenty of money in the bank, so... Right, OK, right, let's try and rattle through this, because we've waited, wasted five minutes just with poor on, mate. How, how far do you think Usyk will go in the heavyweight division, Darren? Uh, yeah, I think he can go... Um, well, yeah, I, I certainly believe he can win a world title, no doubt. He's, um, he's so skilled, and I don't know if anyone's seen him recently. Uh, he's really filled out. I'm just curious to see if he can, you know, he'll carry his speed with him now he's put a bit more weight but I'm confident that he can certainly win a world title which is the easier champion for him Joshua or Fury look I I guess I've got to say do you know what I don't know that's a great question Um, I think the Joshua fight is a better fight uh, for the spectator um I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a great question. It's not me sitting on the fence. I, I genuinely, it's a, it's a really good question. Mm, okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Going to try and get through this. Canelo or Billy Joe? Obviously, we're expecting that to be rescheduled for later on in the year. Who wins that one, Darren? Do you know, you know what? Call me mental if you want, but I, I'm going with uh, Billy Joe. I don't think people would say I'm mental. I, I just, I think he's a very special fighter he's one of the best that I've been in with I've sparred with Billy and uh, he's exceptional he's so hard to it uh, he's so quick uh, developing more power and more in his recent fights um, and I think to beat Billy Joe sorry just picking up a bag to beat Billy Joe you've got to be so busy you can't be one pace and I know uh, in Canelo's last fight uh, fighting Kovalev he was fighting a bigger man so he was being a bit more cautious with his work but he can be guilty of being one pace. He doesn't go through the gears. And I just think with Billy, you've got to have a, a, a decent tempo to be able to beat him. And I just think Billy might be able to pick him off. If he gets the nod on the scorecards, that's a different matter altogether. But, um, yeah, I really do fan... Uh, well, I really do give Billy a very good chance. Fair enough. OK, question coming in here. I know the answer to this. is an interesting one, so I'll ask it anyway. Who is your hardest spar, Darren? <laughs> Mikhail Keza, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he was the best I have been in with full stop. Um, he, fuck me, punched so hard. Like, he really did. He was spiked forward. He showed me the importance. Late on in my career, he showed me the importance of a good jab. It was just so spiteful. And, um, if you, it sets everything up. Um, so, yeah, without a doubt, Keza. What does it say about Carl Frotch that he was able to uh, go through those wars with Mikel Kessler and take those shots? Yeah. Because obviously mean, Frotch I, is somebody you know very well as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Frotch is an absolute warrior. You know, he's, he's hard as nails and that, that proved it. But uh, I'll, I will also say how exceptional of a fighter Joe Calzaghe is because in my opinion, beat Pete, uh, Mikel fairly comfortably and uh, Mikel was, you know, in his prime there and I just think Joe, for me, is the best fighter we've ever had in this country. Yeah, it'd be nice to get an interview with Joe Calzaghe, Darren. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll get one. <laughs> for uh, anybody who's watching, I've been trying to get an interview with Joe Calzaghe for about a year now. Um, I'm waiting for you to like my pocket, mate. <laughs> mate, name your price. Name your price and make it happen. All right. Okay, you've got plenty of money anyway. Those golf courses don't look cheap, mate. Nah, it's a complimentary <laughs> membership. The, goal, uh, the Shire Golf Course London. There we go, free plug. Okay, mate, I'm going to let you go. Hopefully Dave Coldwell is in here. If he's not, then looks like I'm going to be by myself. But Darren Barker, former IBF middleweight champion of the world, thanks very much Later. for stopping. Bye. Bye-bye. I'll catch you soon, mate. Thank you, mate. The connection, which people are right say is is my issue um but yeah i'm gonna try and
keep it going. Um, at the minute, oh, turned. Have I turned? Why have I turned things around? God, say so, uh, Tebbit versus Umar IFL TV. Umar is the fight we want to see. Why would I fight him? Bosses, bosses speak to bosses. I'll fight Coogan. Uh, okay, Darren Barker, absolute legend. Yes, I agree. Who's some of you that Okay, I'm sorry, I'm just WhatsApping Dave Coldwell. Sorry, I got distracted by that. Um, take your top off and talk dirty to us. I don't think anybody wants to see that, mate, to be fair. This is my garden, by the way, it's got a lot of stuff in it. Um, looking well, Rob. Uh, I don't think so, mate, but thank you, Tom. Um, Mr. Lyons, shout out, Tom Lyons. All right. Uh, I am currently already behind. Got the paddling pool out. No, well, I have. It's, it's pure laziness, really. That's done that. When's the Q&A uploaded? I was actually up until um, midnight. Well, gone midnight, actually, editing that. Um, you need new Wi-Fi. It's not um, new Wi-Fi. Dave, okay, mate, can you send me a request? Because at the minute, it's not letting me... My phone's a little bit knackered. Hang on. Sorry. Hello. Dave, can you send me a request, mate? Dave Coldwell up next. Um, at the minute, it's, it's... I keep pressing the button and it's not letting me. I feel like one of those old people who can't use a... Um, who can't use a phone. Have you lost your lawnmower? Are you talking about the grass or my face? Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Dave, are you requesting? Where's Dave? That's a good question. We are also two minutes late. Sometimes it gets stuck and got to start again. Right, my guys who are watching this. So hang on one second. Restarting. That okay? So if people are watching, my guys from Boxing Social who are keeping an eye on the stream, as they've been told to, sometimes it gets stuck and got to start again. Thank you very much, Sonny. Um, are we good to do that or click Dave's name? Cheers, Sonny. It's good to have you here, mate. Thanks for that. Dave Coldwell. Okay, go live with Dave Coldwell. Waiting for Dave Coldwell. Connecting. Here he is. That's a proper garden. Look at that. That's a proper How you doing? garden. I'm good, mate. You? I'm all right. I'm all right. I just, I've, it's been amusing me watching you struggle with your uh, with your connection. Well, I'm convinced it was Barker because Barker stood in the middle of a golf course and apparently I'm the one with a bad connection. But anyway, it doesn't matter now. We've got to carry on. How are you, mate? How are you enjoying self-isolation slash lockdown? Um, pretty much the same as everybody else. We're a couple of days in and we've had enough really, haven't we? Yeah. How, like, talk to people through, obviously, you're the first trainer that we've had on. You've got, and you're also a manager. You manage a lot of fighters. How big of an effect, it sounds an obvious question, but how big of an effect and an impact is this on you and your guys? Massive effect on Jordan Gill. Um, I'm gutted for him because he had a, a nightmare 2019. Um, obviously, he had the loss, came back from the loss uh, with a win, and we thought it was going to push on. But um, as it turned out, he had a... He had a serious illness, which uh, affects his thyroid, his immune system, and also immune. Um, and so we've been getting him back healthy from being in a position where I didn't actually think he was going to box again. Mm. So to get into a position where he's back healthy again, and then we got a date, ready to go, March 28th, 
sportswear day march 28th then again another one in the in the summer and then a big one in in uh in september and then it's all it and you know what 13 days before 10 days before it is due to fight obviously um country gets all all wiped out with boxing and sport so yeah mm. um he it hit him hard devastated but you know he understands i've got a, I had a good talk with him he understands that he um he has to keep working has to keep focused on on improving every day um and and when when the green light goes and like i've said when when the world gets to press the reset button uh he's got to be in a position where where he's ready to go and doesn't have to drop loads away doesn't have to you know get his timing back just keep keep ticking over and keep you know keep going as we best we can really so have you got any idea as to how long this might last for for your guys um i'm same as anybody else i'm listening to boris every day um there's there's people that that i respect and i listen to you know scientist wise and and people that know a lot more than than myself that i listen to and i've it sounds as though it's it's going to get a lot worse before uh, before it gets better um mm. but that doesn't mean that we all need to panic and and do stupid things and um and just lose our heads really and forget about what being being a human being is you know human nature is, you know we, we're supposed to um look out for each other and 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 try and make things as smooth as possible that is that is the the essential way of living keep things smooth avoid the bumps well where a lot of people are creating bumps by going out panicking panic buying mm. you know um doom and gloom you know it, listen it, it is pretty much doom and gloom but you, you can't react like that we can't control anything that's happening we can't control anything all we can control is how we react to it and if we're reacting the right way we'll recover quicker and and better um than if we react in the wrong way so you've got kids you've got two kids are they now home for the duration you're kind of you're housebound with them yeah i mean it's not a case of being housebound um we're going we're going we're, we're going out and about but not in in your know, weather's gatherings of people um you know we <laughs> having said that going for walks and then the woods all of a sudden the woods are packed the same track that we always because we've got a big dog we always take the dog for a walk um and whereas normally you see the odd people now it's like whoa there's, there's loads of people yeah um because people just trying to fill time you know um but it's just it's what it is you just got to be careful you got to you, you've got to be smart and and just go about it the, the best way you can because the problem is a lot of people obviously in this day there's, there's a lot of mental health awareness and people being cooped up it isn't a good thing for those people with that kind of mentality where where they're going to struggle um you need to keep yourself occupied you need to keep your mind going i mean i you know i'll take the on the back playing football i've took him in, in on the field that's that's near us today playing football for an hour and a half um just you know my daughter's my, my daughter's into music she'll she'll play on a guitar and she'll she'll work you know with the songs and things like that um you've got to keep your mind fresh um you know i'm going to carry on training at home and things like that but the the beauty about my gym is that my gym's not open to the public and mm. it is it's purely empty. Um, you know, the only people that use my gym are I train two fighters. That's it. You know, there's nobody else. So there's not no big gatherings. I don't know, you know, so if I want to go down and challenge the gym and train in the gym, 
I can go down and train in the gym. You know, uh, I hope he's got a key. Jordan's got a key. If they want to go down and, and use the gym, they can. There's no, there's nobody else that's allowed in there on a on a good day. Never mind on a, on a day where we're having to, you know, keep away from people. Just finally, Dave, because you've got a dragon or something in the background making some noise. Ask my dog. <laughs> um, question from Ade Oladipo. Hello, Ade. Boxing Talk with Ade. Everybody's familiar with Ade. Uh, I know you're going to have quite the rant about this, but you've only got two minutes. What does Dave make Why about you, Cad? Because you've got 10 minute slots, mate. And oh, okay. Yeah, it's 10 minutes in and out. Fast food boxing. Here we go. What does Dave make about you, Cad, and Vada announcing drug oh, suspension? Oh, man. Man, the fucking oh! Do you know what it pissed me when I saw you, Cad? That pissed me off. But to see um, the WBC president mm. come out with that shit last night, that really, really, I was, I was fuming. You know, for the rest of the night, I was fuming because I had, listen. People can say, oh yeah, but what do you expect them to do? Because there's a you know there's a pandemic and you, you, pandemic and they've got to look after themselves. I get that, but just don't tell everybody. Yeah. not get, if if the police come out and say, oh, but due to the coronavirus, we're going to stop working, you're just giving out a flag for everybody to just go out and, and, and be criminals. And it's the same thing with this. If you think that there's no no chance you're going to get caught, there's no testing, there's no random knock on your door, right? if you know that's not going to happen, if you're a cheat, you are going to cheat. You've got a free reign. And that's what they're doing. Do, listen, until somebody comes, I'm not a boxer, so I don't get tested, but until somebody comes and knocks on my door, if I was a boxer, knocks on my door and comes at random testing, I don't know what they're doing, who else they're testing. I don't know if they're going next door. I don't know if they're going to somebody else's gym. I don't know what they're doing. I'm not aware of it because we don't know. It happens. Fighters get tested, but we're not aware of what happens with anybody else until somebody tweets a picture saying, of the piss saying, oh, random testing, 6 a.m., rah, rah, rah. We don't know they're being tested, right? Mm. So what is the difference if we don't know if they're being tested and they are being tested to if, if Varda and Nukad just, just didn't do the test because they can't for their health and safety and they just carried on as, as we are? Because until you get that knock on the door, you don't know that there's testing going on. Now by coming out and saying, we're cutting back on the testing, we're not doing no testing, rah, rah, rah. Everybody knows that no testing. So if mm. you're a cheating scumbag, you're going to go and cheat. And I, I look after fighters. I train two fighters that are wanting to get up there. I, I manage fighters that want to get up there. Right? Every time my fighters step in the, in, in the ring, they're risking their lives. Right? Pricks like that telling the world, go ahead and cheat because we ain't going to be testing you, are putting my fighters' lives at risk. And, please God, nothing like that happens. What they're doing is they're making it harder for my fighters to win. When they get the opportunities against better fighters, higher level, and to climb the rankings, challenge for titles. If the other fighters are on gear and have been cheating for God knows how long and, and made themselves stronger, made them think fitter, everything, my guys are at a disadvantage. Mm. And that goes for every other clean boxer. Every other clean boxer goes in at a disadvantage against cheats. And, and by giving them a, a, a green light to go ahead and cheat because you're not really going to get a knock on the door... It's bollocks. It's stupid, and it was callous, and it's totally, totally irresponsible towards this sport. You know, it's just a great sport. I love this sport, but but people like that that are in power are ruining it and making it a lot worse than than what it should be. 
Well, I knew you wasn't going to stick to two minutes on that subject, but thanks very much. That, listen, very that's, well that's, said. My, that's, my, that's my PG version. That's my PG version. <laughs> well, yeah. I know yeah. you saw yesterday, I've just been uh, announced as the new host of the WBC Boxing Podcast, so I'll be speaking to Mauricio. Notice that I announced that before Mauricio announced that, and I didn't know about that. So, yeah, at least this gives us something to talk about. But anyway, Dave, are, are oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be hosting the WBC you know, Podcast. You know, you're taking No, 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 no. Check Twitter. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Get me on. <laughs> get me on. Okay, get deal. Get me on a one-on-one -on -one with, with Okay, him. deal. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have you on at the end of the month. Right, okay. All right, mate. Thanks All very right, much cheers. for stopping by. Dave no, Coldwell, absolute gentleman. Thank you very Thank much. You. Lawrence Acoli, you're up next. Cheers, uh, cheers, Dave. Cheers, mate. Right. Okay, so removing Dave Coldwell. Lawrence Acoli. Is Lawrence Acoli here? Lawrence, uh, get Addy on. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea, actually. Uh, do we have an Akoli in the house? Is there a Lawrence Akoli here? Uh, uh, uh. And click to go live. Right. Okay, got... Uh, one second, one second, one second. I'm a bit of a mare here, guys. Something's up with my... There we go. Lawrence Acoli. Go live with Lawrence Acoli. Lawrence Acoli's unable to join at the minute. Uh, unable to join, apparently, Lawrence. Do we have Lawrence Acoli in the house? Is there a Lawrence Acoli here? Get Sonny on. Sonny's on after Lawrence. Um which is in about six or seven minutes, I think. So, yeah, we're currently waiting for for Mr. Akoli, the source, the source, um, who is obviously due to fight for a world title before all of this coronavirus carry on. So I'm sure he does have some interesting things to say. So it'd be good to get him on if we can. Lawrence Akoli, anybody? Is he here? So I'm scrolling up to try and find his name so I can send him an invite. Go live with Lawrence Coley. Lawrence Coley's unable to join. I think maybe Lawrence Coley has left the building. And to think I was evens on being late. Yeah, you were ahead of Lawrence, to be fair. Um, or were you? I can't remember. Boatsy was definitely the red-hot favourite, right? Boatsy's the type of bloke to be late to his own funeral. Um, when's Fowler on? Three o'clock, Fowler's on. Um... Get Sonny on. Uh, congrats, Rob. Didn't realise you got the WBC gig. Thanks very much, uh, Mr. Boxing Force. Uh, appreciate that, mate. Uh, Coley. Where is he? Right, I'm going to send him a WhatsApp. If, he's not, if he doesn't reply, then we'll get... Um, Sonny, can you fix the Coley connection issues? Get Lawrence on. Come on, Lawrence. Put Lawrence on after Sonny. Uh... No, because if I put Sonny on now, then Sonny will only get five minutes. Have you ever tried to speak to Sonny Edwards for five minutes? It just doesn't happen. It does not happen. Which is a good thing before he um, digs me out. Lawrence Acoli, go live with Lawrence. Okay, Lawrence is unable to join. So I'm just going to vamp for a little bit, I think. Um, yeah, or maybe put a fan on for five minutes. Uh, let's have a look. It's, right, okay. Who? Oh, Lawrence, okay. Right, so Lawrence apparently is here. Why is it not working, though, Lawrence? 
hide like all right i can't do it lawrence can you send a request or something okay go live with lawrence acoli waiting for lawrence acoli waiting here he is it's the source hey <laughs> how are you lawrence you what how are you it's i'm good mate it is Mother's Day, so thank you very much. I know I, I, you're. I, I, I to see, you. I see my mum. Okay, no problem, mate. Do appreciate you popping on. We're going to crack straight onto it. Um, I knew it was going to be one of the AJ Boxing boys. We're going to be late. Um, wow. But anyway, <laughs> but wow, anyway wow, wow. Um, right, you were due to be boxing for a world title, mate. So I'd imagine that you're probably more gutted about this coronavirus stuff than anybody else. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm gutted, but then at the same time, it's yeah, it's going to be um, pushed back. At the end of the day, as long as the world keeps on ticking, it's going to, um, it's going to, um, what are you doing? Yes, as long as the world keeps on ticking, eventually it's going to happen. I had this conversation with Shane the last time I was at the gym, um, in an interview that ironically didn't go out because of, of course, of all this coronavirus stuff. You've not been with Shane for that long. Um, by yours and Shane's own admission, you've got a lot to, to, not a lot to work on, but there's a lot of improvement to come from you in the coming months. With having a delay like this, does it give you a little bit of extra time to work on things, sharpen the tools? Right. I was ready. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah, I was. I believe I was ready for the world title then, so I'm ready for it now. It's just extra time to keep on working, um, longer time just to. I think that also helped with just understanding that I'm boxing for a world title. Because say it was you, you boxing for a world title five weeks, it's, oh, it's a lot to kind of process. But now it's been months of like, okay, I'm going to be a world champion here, there, whatever. So it's calm. How do you feel like you're developing under Shane? Yeah, I thought I'm developing well. Um, he's he obviously a lot of stuff that I could get away with, um, because it wins. He's not that impressed with, so he always, he's always trying to grind out at me. So I feel like I'm getting a lot more savage. Um, so I like it. What about um your significant other, Mr. Billum Smith, who's going to be watching this? Uh, your cruiserweight um stable mate. How's uh working alongside CBS? No, it's good. Uh, he's he's extremely extremely funny. So I enjoy um the training and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, like, I believe that the um, McGuigan's gym, by the end of this year um, or early next year, are going to have all of the um, possible titles you can have at Cruiserweight. So that's British, Commonwealth, European and World all under one roof. Right, so it's a bold statement. Um, I was supposed to be in Latvia for the World Boxing Super Series last weekend. Obviously, I wasn't in the end. Um, Bredis versus Dortikos. Me and you have spoken about this. Who do you think is going to win that fight? Uh, I when, when it gets that, scheduled. Uh, I personally believe Dortikos um, should win. Uh, cause I, I, I'm a fan of like, long power. Um, so I feel like Dortikos um, will get it done. Uh, but then at the same time, I, I thought... It sways. I don't know. I thought. I don't know. This is able to kind of just put the pressure on them and and and, and get the work in. He should. He should get the victory. But then, Bayless is very like um good combination puncher, very um, heavy-handed. So, I I'm not sure that's a close fight. I I, I I'm not sure. Blows hot and cold a little bit sometimes, Bayless. Um, Chris actually went out to spar, obviously shortly, but. Did he give you any insight as to what it was like in camp? 
I'll let him say. Are you interviewing him at some point? I am, yes, 250 or 240. Okay, then I'll let him say like that. that 250. I'll be tuned in to hear what he has to say. <laughs> okay, great. Well, Lots, before I let you go, uh, what message have you got to people, obviously, like myself, other boxing fans who are in lockdown at the minute and missing their boxing? The first show back is probably going to be the show that I'm on. So thanks for waiting, guys. Now, joking. Now, I do feel, I do feel for everyone, um, <laughs> even myself, just stay focused. Use the time to recharge your batteries and work on other stuff that you don't get to work on with the hustle and bustle of, um, of work and life. Um, so just, yeah, like, just stay positive, stay happy, and um, keep going. Well said, mate. Okay, Lawrence, thanks very much for stopping by. Do appreciate it. Uh, wish you all the best and hopefully catch up with you soon, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Chat. Thanks, Lawrence. Bye. Okay. Rob showing off his fancy watch to the camera. My watch cost about 10 quid. Um, so I don't think it's that fancy. Uh, Sonny Edwards is on next. So we're just waiting for my stuff to load. And then we will get Sonny on, which I'm sure will be interesting, as always. Okay. What time is the Q&A released? Um, it's actually ready to go. The first part of it's ready to go, but uh, I'm doing this at the minute, so not yet. Um... Trying to get you on, Sonny, but it won't let me get rid of Lawrence. I think it's frozen again from what you were saying. Um, Rob, how do you get your beard so good from a beard enthusiast? Uh, I just let it go, mate, to be fair. I just let it grow and let, let it go. Uh, Sonny, I'm here. Have you sent me a request, Sonny? Your connection is terrible. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? It's not ideal. But we're trying. I'd go inside, but my daughter would be screaming the house down. So I'm not really up for that. I can't click on my name. Neither can I. Respect from Albania. Shout out all my Albanian or all boxing socials. Albanian fans. Right. Okay. I might restart this, guys, because I'm eating into Sonny's time. So I'm going to quickly restart this, okay? I'm just waiting for my guys who are watching to give me the okay. Might have to start again. Eating into your time, Sonny. Still says live with Lawrence Cody. Okay. Right, okay. Waiting for Sonny. <clears throat> I can hear him. Can you hear me? Can you see me? I can't see you, but I can hear you. I don't know what's going on. It might be the fact that I am in my garden. I'm on my 4G, but I do have full, full G. But... Yeah, anyway, I can hear you. I can see you. Huh? How are you? Yeah, very, very unbusy. Your fight, is your fight officially off now? Yes. The yeah. 2nd of May, completely done. Every every card on the 2nd of May. I'm pretty sure the only cards that were left are the MTK ones, and they're done now as well. Um, uh, okay, right. Can we get some questions in for Sonny? 
Questions in for Sunny. Yeah, I'm not, I've not been doing anything. I've not trained since, to be honest. Daz Jones, go inside and take your top off. Mate, I'm not taking my top off. I don't want to embarrass all of these professional athletes who are in here. If Sonny had to train one and Charlie train the other, who would he train, you or Coogan? I would train Rob, and I think I'd do a much better job than Charlie would as well. Yeah, Rob, cool, tries being, Rob tries being everyone's friend, doesn't ask a penetrative question. Who? I don't, I, don't, I don't need any friends. That's that's why he's got a job with the WBC. <laughs> that's the first I've actually heard of that since you were speaking to Dave, by the way. Yeah, well, you only interact with my stuff on Twitter if it's to do with you. Well, um, because your Twitter feed's kind of boring, to be honest. Oh, you, try to be everyone, you try to be everyone's friend. Anybody got any questions in for Sonny? Uh, da -da. Who got more I've got, I've got some. Questions? I've got some questions for you, though, Rob. What's, what's that? Did any boxers say no when you asked them to go on your live? No. Not one? No. That's because you asked them all from the same gyms. Not really. I did. I did somebody um, tweeted me and said, oh, it's convenient. All the people that you get on well with. I was like, well, yeah, I'm trying to sort out an Instagram live with like 24 hours notice. Right, so I'm trying to go in the house at the minute. But how well this is going to work. I have no idea, but I tell you what, this might actually be all right. I'm currently in my daughter's bedroom. Sweet. So here we go. How has how has fatherhood changed you, Rob? How has fatherhood changed me? Um, it turned me from unemployed to workaholic, mate. What about you? Um, very little change. Just my monthly expenses seem to have gone up drastically. Huh. Um. But nah, um, a lot really made me prioritise a lot of things. Less, less spending money on, on bottles in nightclubs and boot ones and and more nappies and baby milk. Mm. Anybody have any questions? Anyone? About who shags on it. I do numbers, me. Don't worry about me. <laughs> do you think the Tommy Fright fight will happen? Um, they will probably only want to know when I win a world title, which take away the coronavirus uh, 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 break will be sooner rather than later. Yeah, Rob. No, I wasn't. I suppose a WBO title, an IBF title, and maybe a WBC title. I just went to my forms to get signed. Um, I was meant you to be said to me that you were going to be. Well, you. Yeah. Your connection's got even worse, mate. I'm trying my best. So this is why you do things like this. I'm not sure where Shannon is. She's supposed to be on next. 
Sunday do I beat Martinez? Yeah, a week of Sundays I beat him every day. Oh, for God's sake, man. Connection's awful, Rob. Brilliant. Oh, dear. It's Tris. Sunny. It's a social media, Sunny. There's there's glimpses, but there's things that I say just, just to, to rile them up, to make my pockets them full. <laughs> Shannon's here. Uh, Tris Dixon says, Rob, stand on the roof. Tris, if I was in as good a shape as you, mate, I might be able to climb on the roof, but I'm not, so I can't. You've got no excuse now that um, they're not drugs testing. You better get in right good shape. Yeah. What do you think about that? Obviously, we heard Dave Caldwell, but... Exactly the same. I just don't know why they ever announced it. Like, they could easily they could easily just do what they've done. They didn't need to announce it. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I can't see anyone getting up out of bed, travelling however many miles to go drug test on random and sit with them for like an hour so... But they could have just not said anything. They didn't. They didn't really need to announce it. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, Sonny, we're going to have to pick this up later because we've got Shannon Courtney waiting. So this is yeah, that sounds. He was, he was boring sorry. me anyway. He was boring <laughs> me anyway. But we'll do. We'll do a um a live on your um Instagram later. All right, then, mate. Well, be lucky. Don't catch coronavirus. I think I've already got it. But okay. I've been coughing and headache and lightheadedness and but. We moved, you know what I mean? I've been isolating, so... Well, I hope um, you feel better soon, mate. Yeah, I feel good to myself. All right, mate. Well, I will catch up with you soon. All right, then. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye. Right. Beg your pardon, guys and girls. Uh, yeah, my connection apparently is rubbish. Waiting for Shannon Courtney. Hello, Shannon. Hey. How you doing? Bored. Bored. Sorry, I've kept you waiting as well. I've been telling everybody to... Um, I've sent various reminders to get people on time, and I'm the one who's keeping everyone waiting. So sorry about that, Shannon. How are you? And you thought I would be late as well, didn't you? <laughs> you were in the top five, yeah. I was second, according to your little list. Yeah, well, to be fair, I wanted to put Boazzi then a Coley, but I didn't want it to seem like I had an anti-AJ boxing vibe going on. Boatsy's definitely the one that's going to be last. That'll be late. Boatsy's always late, man. Great guy, but terrible season. How's things? Yeah, not bad. I am self-isolated at the minute, so sitting around. Yeah, not doing awful, an awful lot. Um, yeah, what about you? How's it? How's all of this affected you? That's what I'm keen to know from fighters. How How has coronavirus affected you? Well, obviously, I was meant to be. I had two fight dates booked. In. I was meant to be fighting on the twenty fourth of. April in Doncaster and then I was going to get announced that I was in a very big show afterwards and obviously now both of them won't be going ahead well one of them's probably going ahead but I won't be on it now because I'm now fighting supposedly in June instead that's when the Doncaster show has been announced for so that's obviously I've lost out on like two paydays which is so frustrating but I'm lucky I've got sponsors that have looked after me but yeah you, it's annoying because you're mid-camp and Nutrition's going well, spine's going well, and then it's just cut and it's, it's frustrating. But this whole thing is a lot bigger than boxing. It's a lot bigger than any kind of sport, do you know what I mean? So you've got, you've got to kind of count your blessings. I'm glad that all my family and friends are healthy. Mind you, got announced today, actually, that my friends is in intensive care with coronavirus. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but all my family's safe and 
they're all, all doing the right thing and not going out and self-isolating, which is the main thing. So hopefully people take note and stop being swats and stop going out. Yeah. If you can stop going out, anyone can stop going out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and skate through a few quick questions uh, while I've got you. What's the top three fights you would like to see between Eddie's fighters and Frank's fighters? Anthony Arboatsi. Yep. Fury AJ. Yep. Um, I can't think who else. Who else has he actually got? Oh, um, Liam Williams versus someone like Andrade be quite good. Yeah, good shout, that. Good shout. Mm. I like those fights. Shannon, who's the hardest woman you've sparred? And do you think I'll last longer than 30 seconds with her? Not me, Callum Horn. Who's the hardest one I've sparred? Um... I've never sparred a woman and come out and thought, wow, that was hard. I've sparred men and I've come out and I've thought, oh, Jesus. But I've never sparred a woman and I've come out and thought, bloody hell. What men? Sorry. Uh, the biggest, the, probably the, the one that woke me up the most was Charlie Edwards. The one who it, it woke me up the most. So I was sparring, sparring Charlie Edwards. It was the hardest because it's my first ever spar when I joined the Boxing Booth Stable. So you, you're eager to impress. I was like loading up, and I couldn't, I couldn't hit him with my full stones. In. It was horrendous. <laughs> I was chasing him around, and he was like a whippet. Every time I tried to like plot something, he was behind. Yeah, he's good. Are there, are there any men who you look forward to sparring because you know you've got the edge on them? No, sparring, sparring. You don't. I don't think you should go into any kind of spa thinking you've got an edge on someone because if you have got the edge, that's the time to try something new and to, 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 to learn things and to try things that you're working on. You shouldn't go in there trying to batter someone because that's not what sparring's about. It's about learning and progressing and improving. Well said. Terry Harper or Natasha Jonas, who wins? Terry, and I think Terry stops her as well. Okay. How do you keep yourself mentally and physically prepared in circumstances like this? I'm still training, so I'm still going running. Uh, I actually come around my mum's house today because she's moved recently. So she's got uh, from the old house all my own like weights and stuff. So tomorrow morning I'm going to get out all the weights, uh, the dumbbells and everything. So I'm going to go for a long run in the morning. Then tomorrow afternoon I'll be doing weights. Just keep myself mentally and physically in shape so that I can stay ready. And when the phone call comes, I'll be ready. Laura Winch9 says, who do you think is the world's number one heavyweight? Fury. Okay. How good is Harlem Eubank, of course, a stable mate of yours? Harlem, people haven't seen anything yet. He's so talented. He's so improved in the last year, year and a half. He's a very good, explosive, fast, hard-hitting puncher with a beautiful left hook. And I think you're all going to see in the next, well, however long this virus is goes on for but for the next year and a half you're going to see a very very good Harlem Eubank it's going to surprise a lot of people we've spoken in the past uh, Shannon in interviews about you potentially doing um, TV work punditry work obviously there's no there's no sport on at all at the minute is that something that we could expect to see you in this year maybe uh, I don't know TV work yes uh, definitely this year but I don't think you'll see me doing punditry this year or commentating this year but there's been a few TV things that have been thrown my way that I'm in talks about. So, hopefully, yeah. If you could fight one man in boxing, who would it be and why? AJ, money. 
<laughs> Good answer. <laughs> and the question that everybody wants to know, what are your favourite crisps? Um, probably, oh my God, Royster's, T-Bone Steak Royster's are, they are the pound for pound best. But I do like knickknacks. I don't really eat crisps, to be honest. If I'm going to have anything that's going to be like a cheat, it's going to be chocolate. So I don't really eat crisps. But I do like Doritos. Okay, and we've got another quick question. Who wins, Taylor or Serrano? Taylor. Why? I think her work rate would be too much for Serrano. Um, I think Serrano could potentially be quite small at the weight compared to Katie. And, yeah, I just think her style would be better for Serrano and then Serrano would be for Katie. It'd be an interesting fight because after see seeing, obviously, the way Delphine Fassoon was with her, you kind of think, is that the kind of attempt that Serrano will take? Because she's quite a comfortable yeah. work rate aggressive fighter as well. So it'd be interesting to see. And she's got a great chin as well. And who wins, Rob or Coogan? I've seen Coogan shape up again all that. I'm going to go with you, Rob. Yeah, Shannon. Shannon knows. Okay, Shannon Courtney, thanks very much for stopping by. Um, the live. Really appreciate your time. Um, go and enjoy Mother's Day with your mum, and I'll speak to you Thank soon. Thank you. And everyone stay Thanks. safe. Bye. Bye. Okay, so that was Shannon Courtney. We are now waiting for our next guest, and he has... He's in here. Just waiting... Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, it's the man himself. It's Callis Sowland in the house. How are you, mate? You good? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, not bad. I, I can't see you. Is this Callis or Nissa? Yeah, I am. Okay. So, oh, there you are. Okay, I can see you now. The connection wasn't great. How are you, Callis? Nice to see you, mate. I don't know what's going on with the connection. It should be okay. All right, okay. There seems to be a little bit of a lag here. I've got... I'm pretty good with you. I can see your boat. Okay, I can see yours. All right, Cal, I tell you what, you've got something to announce, mate. You've just announced that E-Heavyweight World Boxing Super Series. That looks brilliant, mate. So why don't you talk to me about that while I've got you? Yeah, look, we know... It's troubling times for everyone at the moment. We're just trying to trying to make the most out of trying to keep people entertained with some content. We came up with the idea. We loved it. We said, look, we, we can't obviously announce uh, any other fights at the moment. So we came up with this idea, the Heavyweight Legends, um, eight of the greatest heavyweights. It's based on the old EA Sports Fight Night Champion game. So the choice is when people come, there's a lot of, been a lot of banter about who should be in the eight. We're down to also what the game actually played out. So there are a couple of names that people wanted in. They can't be in because they weren't on the game. Uh, Larry Holmes, for example, can't be in, wasn't on the game. So uh, the, the lineup, which I think they just sent out about five minutes ago, but you can have it now, is uh, number one seed, Ali, obviously. Number two, Mike Tyson. Number three, Lennox Lewis. Number four, Big George Foreman. Uh, that's on the seeded side of the draw be made at five o'clock UK time today by myself, hopefully professionally. Uh, 
And uh, and the other side of the draw is uh, Joe Fraser, Evander Holyfield, David Hay, and a very big curveball due to popular demand. Big popular demand. Can you guess it? Big. Philip Hargovich. <laughs> no, big. Big. Think big. big. Line up and, and and we'll be doing the draw at four o'clock, five o'clock. Yeah, part of me. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds great, mate. That sounds really good. Well, we know it'll be a short fight. <laughs> you you managed to pick Butterbean, who's probably the only heavyweight in worse shape than me. Yeah, well, you know, we want to make everyone feel good about themselves, so I thought right, I'd throw him in. While I've got you, mate, you're the only promoter that I'm going to have on this. Line. Oh, is that an exclusivity clause Fair that enough. my guys right, are you're putting? the only one we're going to have to fight, So, tell me how the coronavirus has affected things from a promoter's point of view and how much of a, of a pain in the ass this whole thing is for you and your business. Fuck me, you've only got, we've only got 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's like having, a, having a, a bread shop and suddenly having no flour, right? There's nothing going on. It's dead. There's not, it's like, there's not even planning because how are you supposed to plan? You can't plan around something. We could now say, okay, we're going to do, you know, for us, obviously, a big part is the season three, uh, which we were far down the planning, ready for announcements. It's, it's, all, it's all dead. It's all, you know, I don't want to put a, put a horrible face on it, but at the moment, nothing going on because everything you do right now is, is not a waste of time, but it, it, it's not taking you anywhere. So, Right now, we're just going to get through this. Watch what the government advice is. Uh, don't be an expert yourself. A lot of these are killing me looking online at some of these idiots who, who have got nothing to do with being an expert coming out with this expert advice. You know, um, we shouldn't be doing none of that. We should be sitting back and listening to instructions. You know, I don't like rules, but at the moment, we've got to follow rules. If Callis Ireland is telling people to follow the rules, that means you absolutely have to follow the rules. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you've been around first, the block. It's, a, it's a, a first for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're from a boxing family. Your dad's a Hall of Fame promoter. Yeah. He's been around. The Sauland name has been around in boxing for years and years and years. Have you ever encountered anything remotely like this in all of your family history in the sport? Listen, you know, I don't think that any... Uh, people who, who went through the war uh, maybe had similar experiences. There was an enemy that that was being fought. You know, this is this has never happened. Forget boxing. Forget boxing families. Forget any the the shit that has hit the fan and is hitting the fan and is gonna hit the fan is uh you know it is what it is and it, it, it it's it's never been it's just never been seen before, has it? So once again, we just got to go with a ride. You know, it's as horrible as it sounds. Um, the, the, you know the only the only bit of good news is if, if you if you if you're young and healthy it, it's not it doesn't seem to be too bad but it's terrible for, you know like vulnerable ones around us you know it's about looking after them at the moment it really is you know and it's uh, listening to the advice being given by the people who are the real experts and not the uh, online fucking blogger whatever experts you know. Mm. Uh, getting a few questions coming in here. Uh, when does Philip Hergovich fight for a world title? Obviously, appreciate you can't really plan it now, but a rough time <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as this, as soon as this 
virus is out of the way. We'll be back on track with things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, I think the way he was progressing, you would have said probably sometime 2021. Um, where does this all set us back to? I don't know. What, what happens with the mandatories, you know? I haven't heard from the federations on the mandatories yet, but they don't even know what's happening either, so don't blame them. But the mandatory situations, do the mandatory periods get extended now? You know, if you just had your mandatory, <clears throat> um, you know, what happens from then? You know, you go straight into another mandatory. You know, it's, 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 all, it's all up in the air. But we don't know whether this is a break, but we don't know whether it's a break of a, of, of a month or two. You know, we, we've moved the final, uh, the, the, the Cruiserweight final to, uh, to May 16th. But that's a, that's a pretty provisional date. You know, I mean, we were like, okay, the ban ends in Latvia. It's in Riga uh, on April, uh, April 13 or 14, I think it is. So we said, okay, give us another buffer of a month. But that was 10 days ago. Now it really looks, you know, we don't know. You know, what happens when, it, when we hit 30 degrees here and it's a heat wave? Does that kill the virus off? We don't know. We don't know. We just, we're we're, we're in, uh, in God's hands, you know. Before we let you go, Calla, uh, yeah, we're going to try and crack a couple more questions out. Um, why aren't the Klitschko's involved in the EWBSS? Well, they're not involved. <laughs> they were not on the. Uh, they were not on the list that was given to me to pick from from our technical department. Bearing in mind the technical department and me are very two very different entities. It took me about ten minutes to work out how to get on this live discussion with you, uh, but I'm very proud of myself. In isolation, without the help of anyone, I made it on here. So uh, you asked the technical people, but uh, it was we we got. Limit, we were list, limited to about, I think, 12, 13 names, and Klitschko wasn't on there. But, yeah, could have been. Larry Holmes, I see someone just popping up there with Larry Holmes. Again, Larry Holmes was not on the list. Larry Holmes would have made my top four. And uh, Just before I let you go, mate, I haven't actually spoken to you since Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Talk to me about the fight. I know you're, you're a Fury fan. Um, what did you make of his win over Deontay Wilder? I was, it was sensational for Tyson and for myself as well because I picked it. I picked the round, I picked the win, I picked the knockout. So I was very happy with myself on that as well. But no, I'm joking aside, amazing. Amazing for the sport. He's, he's, he's become a real ambassador. I think everyone is dying now to see the big one, of course. Um, you know, even without all the virus uh, thing going on, that, that's still a while away, in my opinion. They've both got fights they need to get through, tough fights they need to get through, interesting fights they need to get to. And... Um, Due to the virus, it's all these things all up in the air, you know, Rob. Mm. Well, we wait with bated breath, and hopefully, we're not going to be on lockdown for too much longer. But do appreciate you stopping by, Calla. Thanks very much, mate. Look forward to the uh, EWBSS. Uh, big fan of the Fight Night Games, as I'm sure a lot of people are in yeah, this chat. Rob, so well, let, let's all let's all get into it. I hope I hope it makes up for a little bit for everyone not being able to watch boxing at the moment and uh, help with those withdrawal symptoms. Everyone stay safe. Peace out. Cheers, Calla. Thanks, mate. Okay, so that was Calla Sowland there, obviously Chief Officer of the World Boxing Super Series, uh, currently waiting for Ben Davison, who just says, let's go. So I assume he's in here. Ben Davison.
trying to get rid of this. Ben, if you're in here, can you just put a comment, please? Hopefully, from next week, I won't have to do this in the garden. Hello, Ben. There he is. So I was just waiting for me to be able to remove and add Ben. See, this is what happens when you have Callot on here. He infects the live stream because he's such a, a rebel. God. Struggling here at the minute. Unpin that comment. Yes, mate. There you go. Oh, Ben. I can't seem to get Kala off the live. I keep clicking remove and it's not happening. It was going so well. I know. Jordan Pollock, Rob. Hello, Jordan. restart. I might have to restart. So at the minute, Kala has done me in a little bit. Right, if it doesn't work this time, I'm just going to quickly restart. Okay, Sal and Bros has left. Ben should be available now, should he? Go live with Ben Davison. Waiting for Ben Davison. Running. And we're in. Camera's a bit fucked on the phone. By the what way. is going on with that camera, mate? I think it's the screen cover. <laughs> How are you, mate? Good, you? Yeah, not bad. Um, I'm going to try and get through this quickly because you've actually got a fair few things that you've been affected by with this coronavirus stuff. Billy Joe Canelo. Um, seems to me like the universe doesn't want Billy Joe to get that fight. What can you do? Listen, hopefully, God willing... Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't pass him by, but um, I'm sure it's a fight that that, that the boxing fans want to see. A great uh, clash of styles, and yeah, what can we do? You know, what can we do? There's been a lot of talk since, well, really in the last week about Canelo Triple G three for September. Where does that leave Billy Joe if that does happen? Well, from what I heard, that that was planned for next next May, but. That's only what I've heard, so, you know, I don't know uh, if that's the case then. But, again, we just don't know how long all this sort of thing can last for, so, you know, maybe they'll do September, December. God knows. God knows. As far, if, boxing been... get, if, if boxing get, gets, gets going again before that, maybe they'll do something bef before and... and uh, before and after September, and they might put September aside to get two in this year for, for missing out in May. We just don't know, do we? Mm. How's Billy Joe's moves? Because obviously he's been waiting for a, for a big fight for a long time. He finally gets it, and then something like this happens. Yeah, he's, he's okay, to be honest with you. You know, obviously he invested plenty in himself to, to, to get the training camp underway, and, and he's been preparing as though he's, he's 
been fighting Canelo since January, so you know he's he's forked out money and uh, and all the rest of it. But to be honest, the, the biggest, the most important thing on his mind is that his his family and his kids are safe. So you know that's uh, that's what's been on his mind. To be honest, what's what do you think self isolation is going to be like for Billy Joe Saunders? He can't sit still. God knows. <laughs> God knows. We'll okay. probably we'll we'll probably be heading to a private gym and just doing a bit yeah. once a day or something, ticking over. So at least he's doing something. Okay, gonna ask this question: Can we hear the plane story from your point of view? Right. So I've got to change a couple of things so that no one gets in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, so when all this come about, Billy Joe. Billy Joe flew back straight away, got the first flight he could, and we was like, look, don't panic, we'll all get back. Like, so me, Josh, and Tom was was all still there. Um, then we got to the airport, and there was a change of flight, so we had to wait in the airport for like 10 hours or something, like seven hours or something. Literally, just as we were about to board the plane, Where's Tom? And uh, so I messaged Tom, where are you? He said, oh, I'm in trouble, mate. But he didn't text back, so I went around the airport looking for him. <laughs> so he'd been detained with a mask on and everything. So I went over and asked, like, what's going on? Somebody's phoned up and said that Tom's got coronavirus. Uh, oh. And apparently Tom had mentioned that he may have had some symptoms. Um, so Billy Joe was just looking out for him. And for everybody else aboard the plane. But obviously I bursted out laughing. They didn't find it too funny. Sent me and Josh off to get on the plane. But me and Josh just kept bursting out laughing. So they come back in. Like, right, that's it. Get stuff off the plane. Throw us off the plane. <laughs> Never a dull moment with Billy Joe, mate. No, he's a character. But we're getting back. Don't worry about that. We're getting back. <laughs> You're speaking of Josh. Josh is actually going to be on here next. So let's talk about him briefly before we get him on. Um, how are things? Obviously, they were due to box on the same day. They're now not doing that. I'm, I'm assuming that's a positive for you as a trainer. Yeah, of course, of course it is. You know, and, and look, when you got someone like um, someone like Josh, who's got so much momentum and, and and has achieved so much in the short short space of time in his career. Obviously, there's still so many areas just due to he's had 16 fights. Through experience, there's so much that he can, he'll still be able to improve. I've spoken about it before, but I don't see his ceiling so far, you know. Um, there's so much that can add to his game without taking anything away. So, you know, I think it's exciting times for Josh. And it's been a long time out since his last fight. I think that the, 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 the date being pushed for Josh, for one, me being able to be there. For two, the amount of time that we get to spend together before that fight. And three, just because of the amount of layoff that he's had, it's probably worked out as a benefit for Josh um, and for myself to be able to be there on the night, of course. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. But obviously that I not for too long of a layoff. Yeah, no, of course. I'll ask you a question that I asked you in the interview that we didn't get to release. Uh, for those people who wonder what that is, me and Ben did an interview announcing the Canelo fight, and obviously it never went out. But part, one of the questions I was asking was about Josh Taylor. Obviously, the fact that he's... A lot of times with, with trainers and fighters splitting, it, it's 
often because there's been a loss or something like that. Josh has come to you as unbeaten, unified champion, ring magazine champion. How does that affect or, or change the dynamic between a new trainer and a new coach inheriting such an elite level fighter? Yeah, I've, done, I've had it before, obviously. Obviously, Tyson wasn't in, a, in any great position at the time of taking him on, but he was an unbeaten fighter that unified the heavyweight division in his, in his previous fight. So, you know, it's something that I'm familiar with. It's not about taking anything away from that fighter. It's about adding to it. With Josh as well, what I said, like I said, he's only had 16 fights, so there's still plenty there for, to be added to Josh, plenty of experience for him to gain. Plenty of things for him to learn. Um, um, talking to someone, actually, I was, we, we, I was talking to someone while we was away, and he put it in, I really like the quote, he said, there's good, then there's better. And what Josh has done is obviously phenomenal, but I still believe there's more to come from Josh. Okay. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for stopping by. Speaking of the man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him on now, and we're going to talk about you. So um, thanks very much, Ben. As always, real pleasure. And I will speak to you soon, mate. See you later, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, Ben Davison is gone. I think he borrowed Coogan's camera for that. Um, Josh Taylor. Uh... Guys, I know we get, we're getting some requests from from the people in the live, which we will um, we'll, we'll have some fan interaction soon. Josh Taylor, anybody? Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor. He's literally just WhatsApp me and said he's ready. Uh, but yeah, Josh. on now get Andy on Andy will be on soon I'll probably get Andy on um, towards the end once we've done with the fighters everyone's on a pretty strict schedule at the minute and I'm amazed that everybody's turned up um, to be honest Scotsmen are always late um, I'm not going to say anything to Josh because he'll beat me up because um, he's a very very hard man Andy boxing social Andy versus Umar IFL Umar Andy would Completely wash Umar. Um, no IFL TV man born from his mother could beat a boxing social man. Let me tell you that. JT. Uh, Josh. How do I join? <laughs> Here we go. Right, Josh, you've got to accept the, um, accept the request I've just sent you, mate. Josh, you should have a request now, mate. Is this Insta Live show a weekly thing now? Yeah, it probably will be. Um, this is a... Obviously, it's got a bit of teething issues at the minute, but um, hopefully next week it'll be a little bit better. And probably I'll have less people as we go on because um, it is a bit of a nightmare getting everybody organised. We're about halfway through now. Uh, okay, Taylor... You're supposed to accept it, dude. Okay, I'm going to cancel that. I'm going to send them another one. Josh? 
I've sent you a request just now, mate. It's not came up, mate. I'm there, there all of a sudden. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. You made it off the plane then? Sorry, I'm there. Where have you been? Where have you been? No, you made it off the plane. Hello. Oh, oh yeah. Hi. Eventually, eventually, I did uh, made it home eventually in the end, but uh, it was a, a long trip, that's for sure. Yeah, so how was it out there, mate? Obviously, you you had to, ended up having to come home soon, but how was it out in uh, America? Yeah, it was good. It was going well. Uh, training was going well. We were just sort of getting into the swing of things, and then uh, obviously it went into lockdown, um, so everywhere was shut, so it wasn't too, it wasn't too great. Um, and then we had to just... Uh, I had to come home obviously yesterday, so there's, there's not been great preparation. So uh, we, we just need to obviously just need to go, with, you know, just need to go with the flow and uh, and just do what we can, you know. It's not ideal, but just everybody's in the same boat, so we've got to get on with it. Uh, I just had Ben on, um, and Ben said to me that it might not be the worst thing in the world because obviously new trainer fighter combination. You, you want to try and, and get that relationship solidified as best as you can. Is that kind of how you're looking at things now? Yeah, well, we kind of said that to him when we were out there as well. I said, it's maybe, it's maybe um, happened for a reason, you know. Everyone, I believe in everything happens for a reason. So I said, it's maybe, it's maybe happened for um, the best, you know. So um, it gives us more time to, like you said, just say gel and, and get going and... Uh, and uh, get a relationship a bit stronger and get to know each other a bit better, you know? How have you been set? Obviously, people know that, you know, me and you have known each other for a while and obviously I've been around you when you were part of McGuigan's gym. Uh, how's, how's it, how was it different and how are you enjoying things with Billy Joe? Obviously, he's a bit of a wire in the last couple of days. How are you settling the count? Really good. Uh, the, all the boys are sound. Made me feel really well. You know, so we're getting we're getting a good laugh together. And, you know, we're, we're like as you see, we're winding each other. We're all playing pranks with each other and. Things like that. So, um, aye, it's, it's been good, and uh, I'm enjoying it. So, I'm I'm really happy. I'm really happy. Do we have any fan questions for Mr. Taylor, the unified champion of the world? We've got him for five more minutes. Five more minutes. When's Easter Road happening, Josh? Any questions? Josh, when's What's Easter happening? Road happening? When's Easter Road happening? Um, do you know what? I'd love, I'd love that fight to happen. I just, uh, I need to obviously get a big fight, and uh, hopefully it needs to be weather like this in, in the middle of the summer in Scotland. So, um, aye, that, that if I can get that to happen, hopefully next year. I was planning on happening this year with Ramirez and whatever, but um, obviously that's not going to happen now. So, if I can get it next year now, that would be that would be brilliant. Got a question here from Hayder18. Who would you rather fight, Errol Spence or Terence Crawford? Oh, that's a that's a that's a a, a good fight. Two of them are good fighters. Um, do you know what? I believe that um, Crawford's the best at the minute. So 
obviously I would want to fight him because I want to challenge myself against the best fighters on the planet. So I'd say Crawford and say Crawford there. When do you think you'll move up? Achieved all my goals. Once I've, once I've uh, achieved all my goals at 140, um, then I'll move up. Um, but I'm making, I'm making the weight pretty comfortable, so I'm not in any rush to move up or, um, you know, jump up. So I want, I want to achieve what I want to achieve in this, in this division, and then, uh, and then move up and get the big fights up there. So hopefully, next couple of years, next couple of years, I'm not in a rush. What would mean more to you, Josh? Be undisputed at 140 or a two-way world champion? Uh, I'd say undisputed for me. Uh, undisputed because you know it's it's been a, a long term sort of goal and something I've wanted to set and achieve. So um, I'm in, I'm in touching distance now doing it. So um, I being being undisputed champion would be would be better for me. Like now we've obviously had Ben Davidson's account, but I'm going to ask you for your version of events on the plane with Billy Joe Saunders. Talk to us and tell us what happened, Josh. Um, obviously, you know, kind of didn't really want to talk about it. It was just a it was a long bloody journey. That's all I'll say. It was a long journey on the way back home. Uh, um, you know, so just we just got to get on with it. It was a long journey, but I'm home now. The sun's beautiful here in Scotland. So, um, I just uh, chill out for a couple of days, or tomorrow we'll get back on the road and uh, once I'm over the jet lag and and I and get stuck into training. But although I'll do what I can do, all the gyms are shut and everything here, so um, I'll do what I can do, get on the road and do a bit of groundwork and a bit of strength and stuff. Nicely handled, Josh. Um, Eamon asks, who do you rate as the best, the best Scottish talent apart from yourself? The best Scottish talent? I, I'm saying that there's a few. There's a few coming through. Um, obviously, my good pal Lee McGregor is a, real, a really good fighter. I believe he'll go far in the game and division. Um, I believe he'll move up in weight a couple of, pretty soon as well because he's massive for bantamweight. Um, and I believe he'll do well at the higher weights as well. He'll carry his strength and his power. Um, he's only a young lad, so if he's got a lot, uh, he's filling out his, uh, his man strength to come yet. So I think he'll do well. Obviously, there's the other one, Cash Farouk as well. He's a great fighter as well. There's a lot of fighters in Scotland, so it's boxing in Scotland here at the minute is um, in, in a real healthy, a healthy place at the minute. You've got Willie, uh, Willie um, Hutchison as well. You've got loads, you've got loads, you've got loads of fighters. So you've got a lot of fighters coming through. So Scottish boxing's in a healthy place at the minute. Before I let you go, Josh, Yusuf99 asks, Josh, how much better do you think we can get in, as in percentage-wise? Oh, there's always there's always room for improvement, you know. Um, you're not, I don't believe you're ever the finished article as a fighter. There's always, there's always things you can work on and things you can improve on. So I believe that there's another 10%, 20% to come at me, I believe. You've not seen the best of me yet. I believe I can still, I can still get better and better and still go up in, in the levels, you know. I believe... The better the opposition is, the better I'll get, you know. So um, I just believe it. I, c I can rise to any occasion. And uh, obviously, there's things I can work on in the gym. So I'll be working on them to make sure I'm, I'm getting better all the time. And final question before I let you go, mate. Who's your fighter of all time? Sorry, what was that? You broke up there. Your favourite fighter of all time, Josh? Favourite fighter of all time? Uh I don't know. I like Sugar Ray Leonard. I really like Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, you know, I just because he, he was fast and he was, he was vicious. 
combination punch or he was, he was brilliant. He had all the feet work, everything. I thought he was, I thought he was uh, great. Growing up, we used to watch uh, Edwin as well. And uh, I think he was good because he was southpaw as well. And that layback left hand right hook was brilliant. So these two guys were great. And obviously, I loved Ricky Hatton and I loved Manny Pacquiao, obviously, as you know. So, um, and Kawasaki. So these, these guys were the, the guys that I watched when I was growing, growing up. Um, these guys are all, all awesome fighters. And for anybody who doesn't know, Josh Taylor's dog is called Manny after Manny Pacquiao. So that's a good bit of information for you there. Uh, Josh, thanks very much for stopping by, mate. Before you go, I used to slag you about your beard all the time. I've got one like you now. I'm getting nice and thick, isn't I? You're getting there, mate. You're getting, getting there. You're there. not as handsome. Not as handsome as you yet, no. <laughs> all right, Josh. Cheers, mate. I'll catch up with you soon. No worries, mate. No worries. Cheers, Josh. Bye. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Okay. Alright, so it's doing the same things it did with um, Callus Owland, where Josh is still on the screen. We kind of guessed. You run a good boxing page, mate. Thank you very much, mate. Boxing Social got good live here, mate. Yeah, the, uh, the, the quality of the connection is not fantastic, um, but we live and learn. Get Lee McGregor on. I will get um, Lee on. Yeah, for sure. Um, Lee's a friend of mine. I know Lee well. Uh, we'll definitely have him on at some point. Uh, the Sunday social. Yeah, that's not bad, Jordan. Not a bad idea, that. Um, yeah, I might have to wear a mask next time. Though. Josh Palazzi is ready, he said. Josh, I'm waiting for my screen to update. Get rid of Josh Taylor, and then you're ready. Okay, he's gone. Josh, I'm sending you an invite now, mate. Big Boatsy in the house. Here he is. Yusuf99. I'm sorry, mate. I'm trying my best. Hello, Josh. Yes, Rob. What's good? How are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, not bad, man. You all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Just trying to, just trying to get by in this crazy old time. <laughs> Trust me, man. We're all trying to live and maintain but what's good man what's happening uh i am currently self-isolating mate so i'm at home with my missus um my missus hasn't been particularly well but she's thankfully better now um so yeah we're just we're housebound mate i'm climbing the walls i can't leave the house um yes it's no good what about i'm not bad man um I'm not. I'm isolating myself, to be fair with you. But right now, I'm just going to my mate's house. Um, I'm not a guy to kind of stay indoors for however long we're meant to stay indoors. Um, if today wasn't us, um, a day to be resting and recovering, I'd be training. But today's a day of rest, so I'm just chilling out, man. How are you finding this whole this whole situation? Because I mean, what what does it mean for you? Because obviously you train sometimes train up in Sheffield, obviously other times train in Croydon. What's what's how's this affected your day to day as a fighter? Um, it has just for the mere fact that you can't go to like a normal gym to train. Like you know, a boxing gym, there's a lot of people training together and you're mingling and everything. So that's the only thing that's that's kind of messed up at the moment. But I think it just means that you can do a lot more running outside, do more things outside, to be fair with you. Um, and obviously, this thing is probably more serious than we think or thought that it was. 
So I'm being as careful as I can be, man. But, you know, I'm still trying to keep fit because you just got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, and also no idea when it's going to end. It could end in two months, three months, six months, 12 months. Nobody, yeah, exactly. nobody knows. Is it frustrating for you, Josh? Because we spoke at the start of the year. You had a, a little bit of a layoff. Obviously, you had to pull out of the Caparello fight um, back end of last year. It's your longest spell out of the ring as a pro, and now you've got this. So Yeah, like, um, and, and you know, being inactive as a fighter, they say is the worst killer. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've been doing things, man. Camp's been going well. Like, I've worked hard. Um, I had a few gym bouts in camp as well, Rob. So it kind of felt, not that it felt like I was in a fight, but there was a referee there as well. So I kind of simulated a fight as much as I could. Um, but obviously, there's nothing like fighting. There's nothing like being in them small gloves, walking out in front of people and having a real fight. But um, listen, man, when it's time to be in that ring and to fight and to win, I'll show up. So I can't let, you can't overthink it, to be fair with you. Um, it is what it is. It's a situation that it's not a person's fault. It's like a world thing that's happening. So I can't pinpoint and say, oh, it's that guy's fault or it's my fault or it's the promoter's fault. It's something that happened that's out of my control. So you just got to roll with it, man. Josh, um, what's the situation in Ghana? Uh, for me, I I personally don't think there's any in Ghana yet. But I spoke to my mum today um, and she said everyone's just taking precautions like... Um, they've done the shopping. Um, even today, I was like, did you go to church? And she was like, no, nah, there's no church. Um, everyone's been careful. In this country, people are being careful. But I don't think there's that much cases in Ghana. Um, but yeah, man, I think people are being careful and there should be, man. Um, if there's no cases or if there's not as much cases, it could be the fact that it hasn't, people haven't been tested or they haven't, the cases haven't come up front. Do you know what I mean? So I think she's just like, listen, everyone's being careful. And I'm like, you have to be careful, man. Josh, would you be willing to fight behind closed doors if you had an opportunity? Th that was a possible option, Rob. And I was down for it because I was like, I haven't boxed for about six to seven months. So as long as I can get out there and box someone that I don't know, they don't know me, we don't know each other, small gloves, and you just go through that whole experience. I was willing to do it, man. Um, and matching we're doing the best to make that happen but obviously when the government called a shot and they said look none of that's going to happen then we just had to accept it for what it was but um, at a point uh, matching we're looking to do that and I was like yeah I want to do it Question from Kieran Brown Josh would you rather go 12 rounds or knock someone out in 3 rounds? <laughs> hey listen man Kieran if, if you can get it done in 3 you do it in 3 bro trust me 12 rounds is good but if you can get it done in 3 you get it done and but by the top round, you get man. Uh, don't get paid for overtime. Fraser Clark's just joined the um, the group chat, the live chat. Obviously, we've seen the Olympic qualifiers um, suspended, which is a, a huge shame for for amateur boxing and Olympic boxing. Josh, it is man. Um, the thing is, I was in camp with the boys preparing for that. Um, a few of them qualified because their fights was just before the call of the whole show. Rob. But yeah. I, I saw them train, man. And I, even I was upset for them. I was like, you lot done all that training for it to be cancelled. And I'm thinking of other countries that even came from Europe. They travelled, they did their camp in their countries. They came all the way to London to be here for a few days to hear that the whole event has been cancelled. Um, I feel for them, man. I, I, I honestly feel for them. But um, 
you know, they said we're being safe and the, the safest thing, like they said, was to cancel the whole tournament. So we have to go with that, man. But um, no, nah, I feel for them. I feel for them. Uh, grab your opinion on a fight in your division between two guys. That, well, certainly one that you know well and one that you're always linked with. Anthony Yard versus Lyndon Arthur. Talk to me about that fight, Josh. That's an interesting one. Got a lot of people talking. Good fight. It's a good fight, man. Um, Yard, I've never been in the ring with him, so I don't know. Um, Lyndon, I've been in the ring. I sparred Lyndon loads of rounds when we were both on the GB team. Um, good fighter, man. But it's a very, very interesting fight, if you ask me. I'm, I'm so interested in it. Um, and um, yeah, man, I'll be tuning in. But it's a very, very good, good fight. And credit to both of them uh, for taking the fight and for stepping up, man. Um, I respect that. But it'll be a good fight. I think the, the fans and the public are in for a good, uh, a good fight. Okay, Josh. Well, before I let you go, mate, I uh, do appreciate your time. What message have you got for people uh, who are self-isolating like we are or just people who are worried about the coronavirus pandemic? Um, just stay safe, man. Stay safe um, and stay sane. You know, be around people that are going to make you happy. Be around your family. Um, use this time wisely, man. Just just spend time talking to people. Um, but yeah, we've got to stay safe in everything that we do, man. Um, and like I said, exercise is important, man. Go out for a run, go out for a walk, go out for a jog, whatever it is, man. Just make sure you exercise, keep the heart rate up, and um, enjoy the time, man. Are you going to be growing your beard until your next fight? I want to see a six month Jack <laughs> beard. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm going to grow it. I had it trimmed the other day, to be fair with you, but I'll grow it to the next fight. Um, I don't know when the next fight is going to be, but that's the issue. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it like this, man. Whether I'm going to fight with it or not is a different question, but for now, I'll be growing it out. Your mum will not have that, mate. She will not let that happen. Say that again? Your mum will not let you grow your beard out like mine, mate, for six months. She man. wouldn't, but yeah, yours is looking good, Rob, so I, I, I rate you for that still. Nah, see? It's looking good. I'm sure your missus is all right with it. She's all right, yeah. She doesn't mind. She doesn't there mind. Chris, Lo you know, Chris Lloyd just WhatsApped me saying that he's just woken up. That's What time is it? It's half two. <laughs> 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 what is he playing? Oh, at? he's... He's just said he's got symptoms. That's not great. I feel bad for laughing now. Give Chris a call, Josh, and cheer him up. He's got what? They said he's got symptoms, what so give him say? a call and cheer him up. Wait, what did he say? He said he's got symptoms. Uh, Rob, it's, cu it's cutting out. Say it again, please. He said that he's got symptoms. I'm assuming coronavirus symptoms. No, you're lying. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. Give him a call. All right, Josh, I'm going to let you go, mate. Thanks very much. No, sorry. Top I'll man. speak to you soon. Respect. Thanks, Thank Josh. you, yeah? Be safe, safe man. man. Big up. Thank you. Cheers. That was Joshua Boazzi. Okay, we are waiting for one more. Go live with. Here he is. Uncle T Boxing, we'll get Uncle T on at the end, but we've got Luke Campbell, who's managed to safely negotiate his way onto the live stream, I think. Here he is. Here I am. <laughs> the technological wizard. <laughs> How you doing? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm good. Just don't talk about beards, because it's not happening. <laughs> Do you know what? You know we, like, once um, my boss said to me, oh, you know, we need to get... Like these early 20s fighters, we need to get them on the channel more. So people like Luke Campbell. I was like, hang on. Luke Campbell's not <laughs> early 20s. <laughs> I'm 24. <laughs> you could definitely pass as it, mate. No one would ever believe that you're older than me. It's mental. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs>
So how are you, mate? I'm older than you. you. Go on. I'm older than you. Yes, mate. Nah. I'm 29. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, right, mate. Last time I saw you was at the gym, and you were getting ready to announce a world title fight. Uh, that's yeah. now obviously not happening. Talk to me about that. Um, I don't really know a lot about it, to be honest. Obviously, with everything what's going on, it's... Um, you know, I'm just I'm just in the same boat as everyone else, just waiting for news. But you know, I'm, training's been going great, and I I just I am really excited now just to get back in there and get that world title. Is it frustrating for you? Something like this happens. You were literally like five weeks out from a, from a world title fight. Uh, you know, with all due respect to Javier Fortuna, a winnable world title fight. Is it frustrating? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I was flying in camp, and camp was going great, but. Listen, um, once everybody recovers from what's going on and things go back to normal, then brilliant. Uh, I'll, we'll just take off where we're left. A few things I want to grab your uh, opinion on before we let you go, mate. I saw Devin yeah. Haney in, in Vegas and he was not happy with you. I don't know why that was. <laughs> what, what have you done to upset Devin Haney? I don't know, mate. I have no idea. But listen, it's, listen I'm, I, I don't take any. Um, no foul. Hello, Lee Eaton. I'm sorry if I upset you with my joke. I love you and MTK. I'm back. You're back. See, as soon as you get you on, mate, it clonks out. It's mad. It's mad. You just kicked me out. I was oh, right no, in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> I would never have done it. Anyway, yeah, go on. Devin Haney. Why have you upset Devin Haney? I have no idea. I don't know what I've done. Um, but he seems upset. Listen, if he, if he wants to get in touch with me and... Can have a cuddle, have a catch up, have a cup of tea, sort it out. Then I'm more than up for that. But nah, listen, I, I don't take anything to heart. It's part of the game. Um, there's a massive fight potentially between the both of us, um, and it, you know, it's there to be bigged up. Question coming in: If Haney is healed by the time the coronavirus shutdown is over, will he fight Fortuna? Um, I very much. I should hope not, you know, because the fight's sort of been made between me and Fortuna. Um, so I don't, I personally don't think that would happen, and I, I certainly hope it wouldn't happen because the fight's already been made. We're just waiting for the date now and everything else to to get back to normal. Uh, what question here? We need an opinion about Florian Marku, Luke. Who? Florian Marku. <laughs> so, uh, Albanian um, <laughs> prospects. Or, well, I don't know how old he is. Uh, Luke, who's your favourite? Who's your favourite Australian boxer, Luke? Um, I would probably say Luke Jackson. Yeah? Yeah, because I, I've seen him around the circuit when I was um, fighting around the world and um, he, he was a real nice guy. Okay, we've got a couple more minutes before I get your stable mate Chris Billum Smith on. Um, obviously, we've had a few comments in here about the Lomachenko fight. Now you've had a little bit of time to digest it, Luke. Um, yeah. I spoke to you straight after the fight. You were gutted, um, even though you were getting a lot of praise. Has that changed at all in the in the months that have followed the fight? Um, no, not at all. Um, for me, obviously, a win's a win, and um, you know, I'm 
I'm gutted that I didn't get that that night. The better man did win. But watching back, watching back on that, I, I look at it and think, wow, there is so much more I can improve on uh, and I can be so much better than that. So that in itself, um, you know, gives me great confidence to, to go back to the gym, drawing board, uh, make a few adjustments and tweaks uh, and come back better than ever. And I believe that's what we're doing right now. Thoughts on Jorge Linares, obviously somebody that you've boxed versus Ryan Garcia. That's a fight that's been talked about for the future. Um, Jorge Linares is, is a warrior. Um, you know, he's a dangerous fighter still. Uh, it, 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 but he's a warrior. He's, he's very talented. He's got speed, power, and he's, and he's dangerous. You know, he's there. Um, I think it's a dangerous fight for Garcia. And I don't believe Garcia will take the fight. Another fight that I'd like to ask your opinion on. Obviously, you've boxed Lomachenko. You've done numerous sparring sessions with Teofimo Lopez. They're due to meet for, well, undisputed title fight. Um, whatever the situation is with the WBC. How do you see that fight going? Obviously, you've shared the ring with both guys. Yeah, um... I have shared the ring with both guys, and obviously I'm I'm going to say that um, Lemachenko is the best fighter I've ever been in the ring with. Um, is that amateur and pro, Luke? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, but this is the professional game; you never know what can happen. Um, like I say, a lucky punch can can end the fight, so you never know. But to land a lucky punch on Lemachenko is a very slim, slim chance of doing it. But Lopez is a fantastic fighter, got a lot of skill, speed, and power. So you never know. You never know. Okay, mate. Before I let you go, how are you going to be spending your self-isolating or your time at home? Is Lindsay going to let you play FIFA and put your feet up? Um, these two boys keep me very busy. And um, they're already at me now to. Uh, Go on the computer and stuff like that. Look, that doesn't mean you can start talking. I'm not doing something, yeah. Lincoln. Yeah, so they, these keep me busy. Um, you know, there's um, there'll be a bit of schooling, homeschooling going on. Um, and I'll just be training from home until we get the green light that we can go back to the gym. Okay, mate. Well, hopefully sooner rather than later. And I hope that you and your lovely family stay safe during this time. Um, all right, Thank Luke. You. Thanks very much for, for working out how to use Instagram Live and coming on today. Um, <laughs> you're a seasoned pro now, so we can get you on more regularly. I am. On. I'll be going live all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Luke. Cheers, mate. All right, cheers. Boy says bye. Bye-bye, okay. boys. Bye. bye. Cheers, Luke. See ya. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting through now. Uncle T, I see your request. I'll get you on just after the guys who have arranged. CBS in the house next. Chris Billum-Smith, we're waiting for. Chris Billum-Smith. Where is Chris Billum-Smith? Let's go. I'm amazed that everybody has come on and everybody's been here. 
Yes, Rob, this going well. It's been, yeah, it's been all right, apart from um, a little bit of connection issues at times, but you live and learn. It's the first time we've done it. Um, CBS don't take no shit. CBS has been on here for ages. Oh, there he is. Oh, CBS, I didn't see you there, CBS, because you're not verified. I automatically think all fighters are verified, you see. <laughs> Good from you, that, mate. All right, lad. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, what I feel like doing, mate. Now, jokes aside, how are you? Were you looking forward to going to Wales that much? Mate, I want to fight. I was looking forward to fighting. I just, it's been, obviously, I was men in a box last weekend, originally at home. Um, so, yeah, I was just looking forward to fighting, to be honest, mate. How far into camp were you, mate? Like, how, how much work had you done? How much had sort of gone to waste if, for lack of a better term uh, I went to camp went into camp on 6th of January after Christmas officially um, so yeah that was and then obviously we knew the March show wasn't happening so then we just went to um, yeah just went to had a couple of weeks a light, like a lighter weeks basically and then been back into camp for the last few weeks question from Luke Campbell who cuts your hair mate <laughs> ask Campbell why he asked for a picture of my haircut because he wanted to go to his barber and say I want to look as handsome as this <laughs> um, <laughs> right while I've got you obviously World Boxing Super Series has been postponed but you're out in Latvia doing a bit of sparring with Myris Bredis as well as a bit of supervising of Josh Pritchard how were both experiences for you mate uh, yeah the sparring um, was decent um, it was obviously he's the world number one um, it was good stuff and learnt a lot out there. Um, yeah, so it was just about just making sure that I was, you know, ready for every spar and learning and from every spar and improving. And I think I've done that. And um, I'm really, really pleased with how um, how the whole trip trip went. Um, and secondly, looking after Josh Pritchard, slightly harder than the sparring. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of admin involved. <laughs> uh, we just had something that come up here well, what was it uh, 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 uh. yeah Josh Pritchard says you really need a shave mate yeah I think I was going for a tebbit you know I mean? you've got a long way uh, to, go to get this mate do you reckon a little bit yeah. it's not great is it? <laughs> my father had just... facial hair I've seen you with were they panic buying razor blades at Tesco's <laughs> uh, dear me I, I, I need a shave but Mia wants me to have a shave, but quite like it. I might go, like, just shave this and just go from the musketeer look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. By the time the boxing starts up again, you might be able to join it up. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> um, how far away do you think you are from, obviously, going and sparring world-level guys, number one in the division in Bradis? How far away do you feel that you are from those guys, and how beneficial is it at that point in your career to do something like that? Uh, yeah, it's hugely beneficial, obviously. Um think it was literally the perfect time um for it to happen um but yeah the um oh sorry happy mother's day mums my mum's on here I started watching <laughs> happy I, I haven't actually seen her because we're all like self-isolating and she wants to stay indoors but i dropped a card down Dude, that's, so good. that's responsible say happy mother's day um yeah so it was really good experience for me it's good good timing um and i'd say you know Next year, probably 2021, I've got a lot lot of um, 
lot of things to do domestically first and, and uh, you know, Commonwealth champion, yes, but there's, there's plenty of um, plenty of good domestic fights and the British title and other titles I've got to look at. Um, but obviously first, providing if it gets arranged or it happens on May the 9th, um, then, you know, Nathan Thorley is, is my, my number one focus at the moment. What's your kind of day-to-day at the minute? Obviously, Shane sent sent people home, hasn't he? Yeah, so we're obviously all, all, all been sent home. Um, I'm getting up most mornings doing a run, um, and then doing uh, shadow boxing um, and stuff like that, and home workouts. And I've got keys to a, to a gym which is closed, but I might be able to. Might be able to. Um, you know, go in there and do strength work and some bag work and stuff. Um, so yeah, still, I'm I'm still training to be honest. Like I'm fighting May the ninth because, although it looks like it will get cancelled, uh, yeah, I got to stay professional and keep training. What do you think should happen with the Premier League, Chris? Not boxing related at all, but you're a big Bournemouth fan. What do you think should happen with the Prem? Um, truthfully, uh, it should probably maybe get obviously delayed and just see when if they can play them maybe in the May time then go through the summer and just delay they delay the start of next season a bit and maybe take out the league cup or something along those lines um but yeah we'll we'll see um if they void it and Bournemouth stay up I'll be a happy man <laughs> so uh but yeah that that as long as Bournemouth stay up, I don't really care what happens, to be honest, mate. But um, yeah, it's it's a hard one. I know Fowler's on here, and it, I reckon they should just void it and just not give Liverpool the league because they, you know, it'll be elite levels trolling for something like that. It'd be amazing. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> What's it been like having Fowler in the gym? Obviously, he's a new addition to McGregor. Very, very close knit in the stable. Um, What's it been like having him? Um, as a new member of the, the gang. Yeah, it's it's been great, mate. He uh he's a great lad. He's uh he's funny, he's always always telling stories and stuff like that. So and he's a real positive person to have around. So he's um yeah, it's 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 been a uh, been good having him having him in the gym and, and especially with things that have gone on and stuff like that, it's good to have a breath of fresh air and um yeah, and it's been great to have him in the gym. How much are you looking forward to Fowler versus Tete too? Oh, I'm, I'm, I think we've all chipped in a tenner to get Tete some new boots. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, no, that uh, poor lad, like, I actually genuinely, I said this to Fowler or not, I said, I, I think it helped him because he was slipping. He was slipping away from the shots. <laughs> so, if he'd been planted, the shots would have hurt him a lot more and you don't want to be standing there taking full-blown shots off Fowler. So uh, it probably actually lasted longer, believe it or not, because he had ice skates on. What does this mean? For, what does the whole coronavirus lockdown mean for your wedding, mate? Not that I've been invited, but I was just going to ask anyway. Yeah, you're coming for the interviews, mate. You're going to interview yeah, everyone. Um, at this rate, mate, you'll be getting invited because there is no wedding. Um, no, um, weren't you going to get married in Italy as well? Yeah, we're getting married in Italy in August, so at the moment it's a bit um, all up in the air. We don't know what's going on. It's just a bit of a waiting process for us. Obviously, our wedding planner is sorting out weddings over there now, which are getting cancelled and stuff, but um, that's what I've been told by the boss anyway.
she's uh she's she's obviously dealing with it all and um he is dealing with it all so yeah it's uh it's it's worrying times with, with regards to that 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 side of things as well um and then especially with the not fighting and, and not getting paid etc so um yes uh it's a bit bit of a a big hit all round well i'm pleased to inform you that the the facial hair has just elevated to a new level because jack hillier has joined the live um, oh wow, the wolf! The wolf is in the building. Um, <laughs> Can't really off the wolf. I am. He, he really is. Anthony Fowler, he'd be dangerous in a new pair of Hyper KO Nike boots. <laughs> 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 Not dangerous to who? Right? Um, all right, then, mate. Well, I'm going to let you go um, because we're going to get Fowler on here now. Um, not sure if Instagram Live has subtitles, but we'll try and roll with it anyway. Um, <laughs> thanks very much, Chris. I do hope things um, sort themselves out for you and every fighter, and you can get some uh, some money in your pocket and some um, some fights under your belt. But thanks very much for for stopping by, mate. And I'll catch up with you soon. Nice one, mate. Take care. Look after yourself. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. Last one coming up. It's Anthony Fowler. Go live with A. Fowler. Hello, fella. Hello, Fowler. You all right, mate? I'm all good. Thanks, mate. You? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Um, where are you currently? Because last I heard you were stuck in Spain. Oh, no. Me, the nightmare, mate. Stuck in a hotel for four days. They went and locked down the country, so well, we wasn't allowed to leave. We still, we still, we still did like what? Well, wasn't not everywhere was shut. So what happened? Like, how, what what series of events led you to being isolated in Spain? What Mate, happened? Literally, literally, I'm not messing. I was literally in a bar, quite half pissed, with my mates singing songs, <laughs> and then police was coming at like half eleven at night. I said, "You've got to, you've got to go home. These are all everywhere's getting closed down." Like literally, and then the next day in the hotel, the pool was shut. They were like saying no groups are like. More than ten in the restaurants. It was just, it was heavy, mate. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. It must have been scary being away from home or something like that happens as well. well I wasn't scared, but I was just more bored than anything. I mean, so I was hoping that my, my flight didn't get cancelled because some flights were getting cancelled and that. I thought, if I get stuck here, mate, I'm going to, to swim home. It's a long way. Yeah. <laughs> now, we've just spoken about um, the brewing super fight rematch between you and Tete. Um, Spoke to Shane when I come down the gym the other day. How frustrated was it? How frustrating was it for you? Because obviously you've worked with Shane. You want to show off all of the things that you've been learning under your new coach, and then you end up fighting somebody who looks like you're boxing on roller skates. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't that bothered. You know, I just it was quite funny to be honest. Like in the ring, when I was hitting him. He was like looking to me for help because his boots are like slipping. <laughs> He's like, you look all confused. I thought, mate, don't look to me for help, fella. You look, you look at the wrong fellow, do you? Do you know what I mean? He was exactly like, looking at me, looking at me to say like, "What's going on?" And I was thinking, "Lad, you're still gonna get it, lad." But um, yeah, it was obviously frustrating because I've been looking really good in the gym, like they've all been really happy with me, and um, I would look, I would look much better against someone who comes to fight me, and not like not skating my ring. Have you um, found the move, mate, down to Canterbury? Obviously, when I last spoke, well, not when I last spoke to you, but when I spoke to you, you said you were potentially. Um, Things have maybe gone a little bit stale. You've been in Sheffield for uh, for ten years as an amateur yeah. and as a professional. How's the how's the move helped you change your your mood and how you finding it in Kent? Yeah, you know what? I, I always get on with it. Even though I wasn't the happiest in Sheffield, I just I used to just grind it out. But 
being on there with the lads, like, you know, you know what the lads are all, but people like, like Chris Bill and Smith, he's a diamond, and he like, it's good to be like in the same house as people who are in the same journey as me, where in Sheffield, I was living on my own in some little, some little dive at one point, like a little snad flat, and it was just quite lonely and boring, and I was always going through my own stuff, and I was just sitting in Nando's by myself, and it just get, it just get you down a bit, whereas in the house now, we're all together, we all eat together, we have a bit of, bit of a laugh, we have our own time as well, but, if you want to have a little chat with someone to put on your next door, so you know, be on your own. It's, it's a lonely spot, but it's a lot easier. And you've got people on the same journey in the same house. Does it kind of take you back to your days traveling as an amateur and staying in digs? Mm, that's exactly what it is, mate. Like, exactly like me GB days. And I had a lot of success in that like format with, with GB and living the life with all the lads and stuff. And it's the same thing. And, and Shane's a really, really good coach as well. So, I enjoy training, Shane. Like people say, what's the hardest part of the camp? I don't, I don't, I don't. I enjoy camp. I enjoy training. I enjoy circuits. I enjoy everything. I'm not, I don't enjoy running, or I don't, I don't enjoy being away from home. But as a whole, I do love, I love my job. You mentioned kind of the hookup with Shane. Obviously, it's been a a relatively short period of time since you joined the camp. What improvements do you feel that you've made already under him? I think my footwork's improved a lot. I think my defence getting a bit better. I'm a, I'm a lot more loose because Shane has me be a bit, bit more free me guard where Dave is quite disciplined about my hands up constantly telling me with my head. Shane's not really fussed about my hands being up because I've got more vision and I can be a bit more unpredictable and it's a bit easier to move. So I just feel a lot more comfortable in the ring and I do a lot more rounds as well because I'm a, I'm a lot more relaxed with my hands a bit looser. Like I've been doing like 10 rounds far and easy with two, two different kids and nothing not tired at all where... Years ago, I used to be a bit like a bit more tight and trying to hurt people. I, I get a little bit more tired where I feel a lot more free now in the ring with my hands. Like when, I, when I was a young amateur, my hands were like they're loose and low, and my, that's how I box naturally. I'm not, I'm a lot naturally more fluent with my hands a bit lower. Uh, there's been obviously a lot of comments already about it. The fight that everybody wants to see you in is Scott Fitzgerald, the rematch. Um, is that realistic this year? Obviously, things are on hold at the minute, but. That's obviously the fight that people want to see, the fight that I know that you want. Um, can we expect yeah. to see that in 2020, all being well? Well, I'm, I'm open to some ways. I think it's, it's more down to Scott and me. I, I'm up for it when, whenever. But um, I think we were scheduled to fight in July sometime. He was meant, he was meant to box in May. I think all his... I don't think there's going to be boxing until like June, July, myself, personally. So we could fight next in July if Scott's up for it. But um, also the board ordered... Um, Metcalf against Fitzgerald before the end of July and me against Keaton Smith. But I think it's being postponed a bit now because of this corona. So me and Scott should fight in July unless he, unless he pulls out me, unless he's scared. Because you, get, you get a good payday. We fight in July and the winner, the winner fights Metcalf then. So unless Scott wants to let, let the fans down and not fight, we should fight in July, hopefully. We're getting some comments here about Ted Cheeseman. How did you see the uh, Cheeseman Fitzgerald fight, Fowler? Who did you have winning that fight? You know what? I, I was sat sitting next to Dave, Dave Colwell, and um, he was a few close rounds. I thought Scott won the first round, then I thought Cheeseman had a, had a good spell in the mid rounds and won most of the rounds. But he was a few closest rounds, and like Dave was telling me that um, he thought Cheeseman got it. So obviously, I was agreeing with him, and I was scoring the rounds for Cheeseman. And I thought Scott won the last three quite well. I actually scored a draw when I was sitting there and I, I haven't watched it back to be fair but I thought if anyone, anyone deserved to win it was Cheeseman but I thought the draw was fair I don't think I don't think Scott deserved to win the fight if I'm honest 
obviously seen Scott um, have some difficulties in the past with his weight. Um, by all accounts, he was he was supposed to be boxing earlier on this year, but wasn't really in a position to to make the weight safely. What do you think that says about somebody like that? Because obviously he's very talented. I'm sure you'd be the first to admit that, but apparently the dedication well, looks as though it may not be there. Yeah, well, he's just a bit like the opposite to me, and he <laughs> he's just the opposite to me. So I mean, that's why we. There's such a big rivalry because all of his fans are all the opposite to my fans. It's just like a big, big rivalry going on kind of thing because we like Sean and Cheese, me and him, we're really different people. But I think for him to get motivated to fight, he needs to fight me. So I think me and him fighting, he should get his head in the game, get back in, the, back in there and make weight. <laughs> what, makes, what makes you think that the rematch will be different to the first fight? Just, you know what? You can make as much excuses as you, as you, as you want. You can, you can say this and that. But I did... I did, get, I did start believing me on hype in that fight. I thought, I generally thought it would be an easy fight for me, and that, that's my own more feel me. Like, even just little, little things I've done, mate, which I didn't even do. Like, normally, I eat before I go, I go to the venue because it could be a potential 10 round fight. And that fight, and I'd be there, a protein bar and a banana. So, it'd be over in a few rounds. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, I just went, I just, I just went prepared in my head for a hard. Hard ten man war, which it turned, it turned out to be. I was expecting like a walk in the park, and even though it didn't go to plan and it didn't perform well, I was still winning the fight all the way through. I never once thought I was losing. I won the first few rounds easy. He come back into it. I got a lot of respect for taking on taking on shots, and, and it come back at me, and then and then knocking me down the next round. So that shows how what a hard fighter he is when he wants to be. We just had Lerone Richards, who's asked... Um, Hello, Lerone, by the way. Last time I saw you was in Vegas. Hope you're well, mate. Um, what adjustments would you need to make to beat Scott Fitzgerald convincingly next time around? Obviously, you've just mentioned kind of your pre-fight routine, but as far as the fight itself goes, what do you feel that you need to do? What do you need to adjust? I, I, I boxed very, very, very poor. My me, me footwork was awful. I was falling in. I was, I was like, laboring, tired in there. I think all my um, adrenaline, all the... Didn't people forget? I had nine fights going to that fight. I'd had nine fights and never been past six rounds. Um, it's my first time, like on the big stage, in that like with a bit of bit of pressure on me. My first hard fighting, I was falling on me front foot. I was loading up. I was flat footed. I was. I made loads of mistakes. I watch it back and I, I just cringe. I think, what are you doing? But that was me fighting with emotion, not me, not me head. I would, I would just relax in there and just settle down and got behind me boxing. I think I'll be, I think I'll be amazing mate. next time. Honest to God, I think I'm, I'm gonna beat him quite well. Okay, mate. Well, before I let you go, wouldn't be right not to ask you about the current situation with the Premier League, your beloved Liverpool, so close yet so far. What do you think is going to happen with this, mate? <sighs> mate, you know what? I, 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 my best mates are mad ready. Being, you just stop talking about it constantly. You know, you know, you don't care about nothing else about the league, mate. So we're just, um, we're just all sweating because it's been such a long time now. Maybe we, we, we deserve it. Do you know what I mean? It's only two games away from us winning, basically. So just hopefully that they let us play these games out, but. I can't see them not extending it to the summer. It's just not fair unless they do, mate. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do it. So was, <laughs> you can't do it. So they'd be a riot. They'd be a riot in Liverpool, mate. So, as well. It would be the most Liverpool football club oh, thing. Mate, don't. I can't even think about it. I'm actually sweating now thinking about it. Getting all hot and buzzed. <laughs> okay, mate. Well, we hope, hope everything is obviously all right with coronavirus and, you know, hopefully we get to finish the yeah, Premier League but um, thanks for stopping by, mate. At um, short notice, I do appreciate it. Uh, always a pleasure catching up with you, Mr. Fowler. Um, you too, my mate. See you soon. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers, Fowler. Thanks, mate.
How are you anyway, mate? How's the channel? I haven't seen you in a while. How are you getting on? Yeah, you know, I'm just um, taking over. I've got to pay the bills, so but Uncle T Boxing doesn't pay the bills at the moment. You know, maybe get some sponsors in, but, you know, I'll, I'll get back to it. I probably need this time while um, to sort myself out while the boxing is, uh, you know, having a little break. Um, I've got a question for you, though. Um, obviously, April is gone now. Yeah. What's the chances of it coming back in May for the pay-per-view month? What, bo what, boxing back in May? First week of May? Yeah. No chance. Yeah. Absolutely it's not happening. no chance. No. So all that Dylan White fight with the Derek Chisora, um, you, don't, you don't see that happening? I don't believe so, no. I don't believe so. I mean, I could be wrong. I, obviously, I'm not a promoter. I'm not privy to, to negotiations and stuff. But I, I'd be amazed if we get boxing before July. Amazed. Really? So, really? Yeah. But yeah, so what? That, that was your question, was it? Whether we were going to see boxing in May? Yeah, but you've no, answered I that. I was just that. talking about, obviously, this is not really going to affect you because obviously, because you get accreditation. But in the months, in the coming months, anyway, we was, we, um, boxing fans were bombarded with um, all this pay-per-view stuff with these all coming in with the subscription and everything. What's your view about all that? I know you're not meant to, you've got to keep, you know, try and keep it neutral as much as possible. But for the boxing fans, what do you think about all that? Well, yeah, I mean, I have to keep it fairly neutral, but I'm also a boxing fan. I buy the pay-per-views, even the shows that I'm at, I'll buy so I can watch them the next day. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's just, it's the way things have been going for a long time. So it's, it's no surprise to me. Um, it depends. I mean, obviously, the zone going to come in. Um, what kind of content, what kind of price point is it going to be? But I know that everybody at the minute is scratching around desperately for content, and that means disown everybody so i don't know whether or not that's going to mean a slight delay to them coming um whether it ends up being that these pay-per-view shows get pushed and spread out towards the end of the year i don't know to be honest mate because this whole stuff is just mental i think the um hang on one second mate one second hang on i'll just see some one dude is getting kicked one second it's gonna kick that guy see you later mate Right, he's gone. Sorry about that, Tenji. What did um, he do? What did he say? Don't worry. He said some, some not nice things that uh, no. a wholesome man such as yourself shouldn't be subjected to hearing. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so I don't really know, mate. I think the second half of the year could be absolutely mental. It could be, you could theoretically have one show a week, like good sized shows. Or you could, do, I don't know what they're going to do, because you're going to have so many fighters who are going to have like a massive backlog of not fighting and if you're not fighting you're not getting paid so people are going to need to get paid and um yeah it, it's going to be a mental time but as far as pay-per-views go mate um what were we going to have we were going to have white povetkin on the second the same night as canelo saunders i don't know whether canelo saunders would have been sky box office it might have been it would have um, been with design wouldn't it oh yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah, yeah we spoke about it already um so, yeah, I don't know how that's going to change, mate, or, or how this whole thing is going to change everything. I mean, it's, um, it's it, it, I don't know, I'd be purely speculating, but as far as pay-per-views go, mate, it's a sign of the times. Um, we're fortunate we only have to pay 20 quid as opposed to 80, 70, 80 quid, but still, nobody likes paying out of their pocket. Are, they, are these fights pay-per-view worthy? I mean, some of the fights... You know, I made a suggestion here, but my, like, my good friend Derek... 
um, I made a suggestion on my channel. I was like, there was, I would have preferred to pay a little bit more, like maybe £25 for Derek and um, Dylan White to be in the same card, to be a massive night at the O2. But yeah. they're they too big eagles. That would have been a great night for boxing, wouldn't it? Imagine Dylan White fighting Povetkin and um, um, Chisora against um, Usyk all in one night. 25 quid, come on. Mm. That, that would have been better, wouldn't it? They might have and to do something two. like that. You never know. Yeah, but every, you never know. Every, everyone, everyone wants to get paid maximum. I know it's a dangerous spot and everything, but, you know, the numbers are all adding up with the subscriptions, the BT, you know, BT subscriptions. Um, that comes with Box Nation. Then, obviously, the Sky. Sky. Then, Dishonor now going to come through with Dishonor coming through. That will water down the Sky Spots boxing as well. And it's just, it's all going mad. Then we have to add the pay-per-views with the Josh, you know, and all those fights, believe it or not, the ones I was, the one I was looking forward to, out of the, all those four pay-per-view fights would have been, um, um, the Joe Bar Joyce Joyce. against, yeah, 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 yeah. Dubois Joyce. That would have been, that would have been the, the that would have been the fight for me because that that meant a little bit more for me. Obviously, all the things going on in the world, like the fam, like people dying and stuff like that. Gotta be thinking of things like that, but it's still it's just hard, very hard. Yeah, it's it, it really does. It really makes you think about how how quickly things can change. Like it, it's unbelievable when you kind of consider uh, this has just happened and nobody can do anything about it, and it's just no. brought everybody crashing down. It's quite humbling and, and quite scary when you think about yeah. that. Like uh, I'm just it's hoping it, time. it basically fucks off soon. Because it's doing my nothing. I can imagine you being an absolute nightmare to be like housebound, like one of the last people you'd want to like confine to a house for a week. I bet you're climbing the walls after about fifteen minutes. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> doing me nothing. But it uh, is what it is, I suppose. Yeah, well, on, isn't it? yeah. Listen, great to talk to you. Anyway, I'm going to shoot, but um, you best go do get get your thumbprint out now. You better go do the dishes. <laughs> Yeah, I bet I had, mate. Um, all right, mate. Well, all the best to you and the family. I hope everybody, um, I hope you and yours stay safe in this None period. of my kids and, have um... gone to school anyway. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Little. <laughs> yeah, I saw that as well. Tom, I'll get you on the next one as well. Um, Go on, mate. mate. Take care, much, yeah? All the if best. If anybody's watching that has watched throughout the whole time, thanks very much. Um, or even if you've just, you've just popped in, uh, thanks very much. Uh, Boxing Social Live Show, man. Let's, let's get it happening again. Um, yeah, cheers, Lee.